1: All right, ladies, gentlemen, welcome to the first episode edition, sit down, radio, car crash, whatever you want to call it. It's Fightful Overbooked, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, it's myself, Matt from the Shining Wizards, and Kieran from WrestleIn. Uh, he does the Noob Japan podcast also, which is phenomenal if you need to introduce yourself to, uh, to New Japan and some of the, the current superstars. Uh, Kieran, I don't know what we're doing here. So, um, I don't know. I think we're gonna have a good time. Jeremy just kind of picked us and said, uh, "Have at it, boys!"
0: It's like our first day in the Nuge Pan Dojo, but luckily there's no uh, there's no veterans to whip us about and put us into shape, and we can just do whatever the hell we want. We got a uh, free reigns to jump into the wrestling ring and just try and try our best to put something together for the first time. Uh,
1: I will tell you what our correspondence the last couple of weeks trying to set up this first episode. I think I much would have rather been in. The New Japan Dojo, because <laughs> my life is a complete disaster with work. So it, it, I, I have to thank you, uh, live here on the show, uh, for bearing with me because I am a pain in the
0: ass. We're here. We're we're here now. That's all that matters, and I'm excited to talk all things New Japan because there's nothing I love more in the world of pro wrestling, man.
1: Yeah, I'm with you, man. And we threw we threw back a bunch of ideas. We will have a name for the show. There will be something. But uh, we threw back I threw back terrible ideas at you um, <laughs> uh, and through my terrible ideas, I found out a couple of things about about you. I am about 11 years older than you because I think I suggested uh, uh, old, old lions, old lions and, you like, yeah. <laughs> to, and then I said big, bad, dangerous. And you were like, I'm just a tiny man. So yeah. Um, yeah. H- how now you're in the UK yeah, and I'm here in, in the States. So there's about a five hour difference which kind of makes me jealous because that means you probably get to watch New Japan at like a reasonable hour.
0: Hell yeah. Like uh, depending on daylight savings, it's usually 8, 9, 10 a.m. start. so I Oh, can... that's
1: beautiful.
0: Yeah, I'm usually awake anyway. Can get up, have a bit of breakfast, stick on New Japan. You know, the, the pre-matches are kicking off, so I don't have to give them my undivided attention. And by the time we're getting to the big boys, I'm ready. I'm raring to go. I've got on the living room. I'm in the living room. I've got on the big TV. I get to take over. Um, and then the worst bit is if I'm at work because I'm bored. And of course, I'm going to go on social media, but I don't want things spoiled for me. But at the same time, I can't. I'm I'm a fiend for social media and Twitter. Uh, it's a struggle for me when I'm bored at work. But when it's a weekend show, I love it. Occasionally, if they do an afternoon show, it's like a 5 a.m. start. But it's still not bad considering for you. It's probably a one or two a.m. start, and you're going to bed at four or five a.m.
1: Yeah. So if if I want to watch Wrestle Kingdom, uh, I have to be up. You the pre-show usually starts at about two or three a.m. Yeah. It's I've did two years ago. Two years ago, I did. I did both.
0: I'm mm-hmm. up all night.
1: It was it was ter- it was a terrible idea. It was such a bad idea because if I if I cannot get a good night's sleep, I am uh, <laughs> I am a I am a bitch. My wife would say it. Anyone who has to, d- I am a cranky old man. Uh, it was worth it at the time, but the aftermath was just oh, it's rough.
0: Yeah, no, I uh, I'm very grateful that I'm not that big into uh, the American scene anymore. That I'm never going to start for a WWE pay per view. I was half tempted to stay up for uh, Punk's return at the United Centre. And I was like, I'll just, I won't touch my phone when I get up in the morning. I'll just stick it on. I can avoid the spoiler. You know, I have that much restraint, at least, where I can get out of bed and move to the living room without touching your social media. But um, that's, for, for the most part, I'm very grateful that I'm not that big into it because I can't deal, I'm a very... Ten o'clock, ten thirty. I want to be getting into bed. Um, I can't be staying up till three, four in the morning to watch pro wrestling these days. Not like I did when I was a teenager.
1: Like when you were just a couple years of a teenager, two years, two
0: years ago. I'm like, I'm forty, and I'm like,
1: I'm fucking like, you know, I'm telling my wife, oh, I got to stay up to like four a.m. to watch this wrestling don taku and she's like you're gonna be asleep in an hour <laughs> i'm like no i got this and then she's like i had to turn the tv off last night <laughs> she was right <laughs> how did you uh I, I guess we get an introduction i guess for people out there who yeah. are familiar with us uh, how did you get into new japan pro wrestling
0: to new japan so i went to i rev pro at my local independent promotion um your call like a half an hour drive from my doorstep uh, and I went to my first York Hall show, found out what independent wrestling was. That it was a thing, that a world exists outside WWE. On that show was the Young Bucks, uh, Ricochet and Rich Swan versus the Swords of Essex, which was Will Ospreay and Paul Robinson. And it kind of blew my mind seeing all the flippy shit. Um, <laughs> I don't think there was anyone from New Japan on that card. But then the next card had Shinsuke Nakamura versus Zack Sabre Jr. Oh wow. I couldn't tell you a thing about the match, but I vividly remember Shinsuke Nakamura making his entrance—the red leather jacket, the sick subconscious theme he used to have when he was in New Japan, kicking his legs, strutting around—and I was just like, "Who the? F- am I, I? Are we allowed to swear on Fightful?" I, I, if we're not,
1: someone has to go back and edit this because I think I've cursed like ten times already. <laughs> I, think, I was I like, listened, I listened to one of their Fightful over book shows with Jeremy, and they cursed quite a bit, so I'm gonna say yes.
0: Or like Conor McGregor would say, I was like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> and I went home, I was Googling New Japan, I was Googling Shinsuke Nakamura, and it just barrel rolled from there, and I just fell in love. And I was, I want to say, end of 2014, beginning of 2015, maybe. Uh, and then, yeah, I've just, I fell in love ever since, and it's been my bread and butter for professional wrestling since that day.
1: I like it. I dig it. I'm trying to find the the, was this it? I think it was. Wrestle. So I am older than you. Um, so I, I li- like uh, tape trading was a thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, for those who are, it was how you saw wrestling, like how you saw Japanese wrestling was like you would go to like an indie show or like an ECW show or something, and there'd be like some dudes there selling videotapes of like Japanese death matches and all this stuff. And the Super J Cup 94 was like, mm-hmm. The tape to have, yeah. um and the beauty of it is, like now you could easily get a a great copy of it, but this had been dubbed so many times. Even the shittiest version, though, grainy was it was unbelievable. That the Black Tiger and Jushin Thunder Liger and Dean Malenko, like it, it's it's an un, it was an unbelievable introduction. But then, of course, I was a, a, a maniac and an ECW fan, so I gravitated towards all the death matches Mm -hmm. kind of took me away from new japan um and then wrestle kingdom 9 was really the i don't know why
0: i was i was so so many people say so many people say wrestle kingdom 9 it's bizarre like if you knew of new japan kind of before it got a lot bigger in the west like the bullet club style stuff wrestle kingdom 9 seemed to be a big entry point for so many people
1: yeah they really they pushed we had just started doing, no, we we hadn't just started doing the Shining Wizards podcast, but we'd been podcasting for a while, and I think through social media the, the buzz was that this was going to be available in with English commentary,
0: wasn't it? On like some absolutely terrible streaming stuff it wasn't like Flips or something? It was called. It, yes, it, it, was, it was. Oh, it was awful.
1: Something, yeah. Because I I ordered it. I stayed yep, up. Same. It's actually, it's actually how I booked Steve Carino to be a guest on the Shining Wizards. <laughs> really? He was like. <laughs> Live tweeting, at, I was live tweeting as I was watching, and and he was doing commentary. I don't know why he wasn't paying attention to that. <laughs> um, and that was like that was it for me. Like, I was in, I got egg, you know, eggshells, I found the mm-hmm. jam, but like, I just absorbed. And then it's 2014, 2015, 2015, like the internet, I just could not get enough of everything. Um, and I couldn't just like you with your indie show, I can't tell you a thing from this show outside of yeah, uh, outside of Okada and Tanahasha, the main event. Like, nothing else. I know AJ wrestled Naito. Like, I'm looking at it now. I pulled it, it off. Ibushi
0: Nakamura. Uh, yeah. No, Ibushi, Ibushi style, sorry. Rust Kingdom. Nine. No. Ibushi Nakamura no. Or Wrestle Kingdom 9, right? Yes, for the yeah. IWGP. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, It just blew my mind. It blew my mind. And uh, I just couldn't get enough of it. And I just, you know, when I found out they were doing New Japan World, I had to mm-hmm. I had to be a part of it. And uh, th- there's been no turning back.
0: New Japan World was the big game changer, man. Like, I feel like that came around like 2015, maybe. Like, Wrestle Kingdom 10 was the first big one on there. And I remember, like, I was a fan of New Japan, but I wasn't a devout follower. I wasn't watching every show like I do now. And I watched Wrestle Kingdom 10 because it was a lot easier than that bloody flips thing. (laughs) And um, Shibata versus Ishii, that match is what changed my perception of wrestling forever. Like, I had never seen anything like it where Shibata was taking a shot at Ishii. They both sat down, like cross-legged off of each other. Shibata kicked Ishii in the back and then Shibata sat down and said, okay, Ishii, your turn. And they just let each other wail on each other. I'd never seen anything like it. And I just loved it. And that is now like, the type of professional wrestling i love i love everything but you know if i had to pick a style to watch it's going to be the the stiff hard hitting stuff uh, rather than the athletic high flying stuff
1: now i listened to one of your Noob japan's um mm-hmm. when you you did a uh, Kodo obushi you came to the states for the msg show
0: no i i didn't um no not at all. i wanted to uh i've only i've not seen new japan in the states only in japan Okay. I've been to WrestleMania's, but not anything New Japan.
1: But you've been to Japan?
0: Yeah, yeah. I've done Japan for New Japan shows four times, luckily. Nice. Very, yeah. Uh, G1 Climax 25 finals, the final three nights in 2015. And then Wrestle Kingdom 12, 13, 14. And then, nice. the, pand- then the pandemic broke my heart.
1: I think the pandemic broke a lot of people. <laughs> uh but uh, what's the uh, Japanese experience been like for you going, going uh, to the, the New Japan shows?
0: I love it. There's nothing else like it. I would go. Uh, I went three years on the bounce because I wanted to do Japan as well. It's not just the wrestling. It's two birds, one stone. Um, and the first time, you know, I took my girlfriend with me as well. The first time she was quite ill. And then the next year I went with a friend and then she came over for the third time and we done. That was the double dome. So every year I was like, I probably want to do next year. And then they announced the double dome. And I was like, well, fuck. And then the year <laughs> before that, Kenny Omega was the heavyweight champion in the main event. and I was like, well, fuck, I gotta go again. um But yeah, like, like we explored Japan the last time, you know, here at Kyoto, Nara, uh, Osaka, and stuff like that. I just love it. It's just so different from anything. Like I live in London. So it's just a completely different world to go from the middle of Tokyo, being in a city bustling, the Shibuya Crossing. And then five minutes away, you find this really peaceful, tranquil temple or a little park or anything. It's just there's nothing like it. If I could learn Japanese and move over there tomorrow, I would.
1: Yeah, I, I've never been. Uh, I would love to learn Japanese. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and it's on the bucket list. It's my wife will never go with. the, She hates pro wrestling, so it would, it would make
0: it would make watching all the backstage promos a lot more fun. It
1: would. It <laughs> would. Although, to to be fair, Chris Charlton does an unbelievable job of. Uh, of conveying what they're Um, saying
0: yeah no he does we'd be lost without him him, he changed the game
1: him and kevin kelly happy Mm -hmm. birthday kevin kelly
0: yeah happy birthday kevin
1: uh he's got to get that goddamn monitor fixed
0: (laughs) tore up to his old tricks
1: um oh man that's awesome you've been to japan
0: yeah no i i loved it tokyo dome is like now, the thing on my bucket list for Japan is Nippon Budokan. I've done Ryogoku Sumo Hall, I've done Tokyo Dome, I've done Korokun Hall. Uh, Nippon Budokan is the big one that I want to do now. Uh, so I'm, you know, they're teasing that the borders might open, and uh, if I can convince the lady, then I might try the G ones this year. Go over again, oh, nice. go over again in summer rather than the winter. Well, I don't want to
1: get ahead of ourselves, but it seems like maybe uh, after they announced the best of the Super Juniors, it looks like the borders are starting to open.
0: Yeah, hopefully. If not, like if someone can smuggle me in that's a wrestler that's watching, I would greatly appreciate it.
1: Right. I tried to get Carl Carl Fredericks. I think I tried to get him to take me with Tokyo. Know, <laughs> Cause I just want to fucking I need to punch Dick to go right in his dick. <laughs> I Hell, yes. hate the how nothing makes me never in my life have I ever wanted to turn off a new Japan show uh-huh until the House of Torture. It, it makes me it's, look, you will as we do more of these shows, I hope, uh, and you get to know me. I really don't take anything very seriously. The amount <laughs> of anger the house Good. of torture gives me. So angry. And they uh my co-host of the Shining Wizards podcast bust my balls because, like, you were all in on evil when he won the title. I was like, because it was mm-hmm. the biggest curveball they could have thrown. Yeah, and it was cool. Now I'm pull mm-hmm. over it. I want to fucking I hate Garrett's, I hate House of Torture. Dick to go can go kick rocks.
0: (laughs) I think the thing is with them as well, it's like 99, there's that 1% where they're fun. Like, I thought the Tamatonga match at Dontaku was pretty fun. Like, Jado was amazing in the match. Uh, They're just like, but it's 1% of the time, and the other 99% of the time, it's just shit. It's just pure shit. And it's not a good ratio. I can't be watching 99% shit. For one percent decency, like if I wanted that, I'd watch WWE. Um, exactly, I agree. I was going to make a WWE joke there. Look at us, yeah, at that. boom.
1: Okay. <laughs> and I agree with you on the evil Tamatanga match. I thought I enjoyed it, mm-hmm. but, but man, I was like, this Ujiro. We got to. I got to sit through a Ujiro Takahashi match. I got to sit through a fucking evil match. I'm like, this is going to be a disaster.
0: I'm dreading showing Best of Super Juniors. Like the A Block is amazing, and he's just going to really not make it fun like he's i could easily see him having the worst match every night like i haven't enjoyed show since he joined us torture
1: now and that's a shame cuz show is unbelievably talented mm-hmm. so it's fun it's funny that you bring up show cuz so i live here on the i live on the east coast so uh i got to see a lot of these guys when they were on excursions so show and yo were the uh temporal boys yeah uh, a very pasty white jay white (laughs) in uh ring of honor Uh, um it's funny to see uh the it's not funny for me it's funny because you see these guys and they're wrestling like cheeseburger and will ferrara (laughs) pre-show of a pay-per-view um it's 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 something about the new japan teachings the stylings that i i appreciate these guys all go on excursion uh and they go and they learn how to work and it's funny i have a picture with evil Mm -hmm. uh when he came to the states on an excursion and he was wrestling like he wrestled like our local independent promotion here in jersey like sumi sakai was like taking him everywhere he was in like a battle royal uh, yeah. uh, and 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 I was like, I got to get a picture with Watanabe, I have to, I have to mm-hmm. get a picture with him, um, and I was so annoyed, because as I'm taking a picture with him, he has like a handful of, like everyone was giving him merch, and I didn't have any merch to give him, Right. and I'm like, god damn it, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's just funny to see, and then you see them go back to, to Japan, and they are just like instantly, Jay White, the Switchblade stuff is... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got my Switchblade shirt on. I have a giant Switchblade poster on my wall. I, like, I'm the biggest Jay White mark.
0: Hell yeah. We, we, we've got that similar, too. I absolutely oh, love Jay White. Oh, love Jay White. Fucking easily one of the best in the world. It's amazing because he is. Everyone knows he's amazing, but somehow he still doesn't get the credit he deserves, I feel. Like, it's bizarre. Like, if you watch New Japan, like, if it is your main promotion, then you absolutely love him. But I think if you only kind of. Check in and out with it. You don't appreciate him as much because he is amazing in just anything he does. Like you'll have the casual Coroquin six man tags, and he makes them so much more fun than any of the other matches. He just does little things on the apron. He's shouting stuff out. He's winding up the commentators. He's winding up everyone. He just makes everything so much more fun to watch. He's, I, I could just, yeah, I could go on about JY ever.
1: Uh, You and me both. I think his match at uh, with Abushi at Wrestle Kingdom fifteen was. Oh absolutely unbelievable mm-hmm. then the story the, the story they tell after
0: uh the promo yeah was was it was
1: it's fantastic and and i kind of get double dipped now because of the pandemic he is he, he was stateside so i was lucky enough to be at the aew show where he came out uh, uh in manic city i was down oh, there for that shit. and uh
0: Sorry, my cat is super annoying. I've had to, I've had to lock my cat out.
1: <laughs> he's it's a running gag on the other, on the other <laughs> show. You are bound for a butthole shot at least once.
0: I know, I know the experience all too well. Um
1: but yeah, he's he's fantastic and, and there's I don't even think they've scratched the surface with him. Like the possibilities are, are endless. It's it's crazy town USA here
0: yeah no he's not even 30 yet and obviously he's accomplished so much i love the fact that they did have him win the heavyweight title even though it was a transitional reign i love the fact that he was the iwgb heavyweight champion uh and beat tanahashi for that title it was a big curveball uh again but it was a good one i thought even at the time i, I think people maybe weren't so into it at the time but uh, i loved it um and man i lost my shit when he came back at don i was like okada's like, his music's gone on too long. This celebration's going on too long now. Jay's not coming out. It's the end of the show. And I just loved how long they let it go on before that Switchblade chain necklace dropped and it made that ka noise. And I shouted the house down. <laughs> My girlfriend absolutely adores Jay White. she come running in from the bedroom to see him make his grand return. Like, I marked the fuck out, man. I loved his return.
1: That's, it was... It, it was fantastic just like you i avoided spoilers um that whole sunday i made sure that i was i was not going to see anything and one of the other guys that i do the show with actually watched the show and they were like they really enjoyed it which i think is part part of me like when when one of my friends can watch it and be like i i don't usually watch it but i really enjoyed it like that's a great sign yeah um and man what a what a sh- the show was fantastic. And that's what we're we're here to talk about. Wrestling Dontaku. Um and I'm gonna throw a little a little Wrestling Dontaku banner up there. Look at that. Look at us. We're fancy over here <laughs> at the uh fightful overbooked New Japan pro wrestling show. Uh, I thought Wrestling Dontaku was a, a fantastic show. Um a lot of a lot of interesting stuff happened. Um obviously we got news um A couple days beforehand, Osprey and uh, Mm -hmm. Fujinami both got COVID. So that kind of affected uh, the show. But I'll tell you what, man, I I was okay with it because that that Shiro Koshinaka. Mm
0: -hmm. That was a great surprise. I was hoping we would get another legend because sometimes the X's aren't always too great in New Japan. Uh, (laughs) And I was just hoping they'd pull another legend out of the pocket. And they did. And it was a great one as well um so no i i was chuffed that it was a great way to start the show as well just having an x as well because you've straight away you've got that excitement of who's it going to be and it delivered thankfully otherwise yeah it might not have been such a great kickoff
1: it's funny because we're um, over here in the states and we see the the surprise and it's like a legend and you're like <laughs> yeah <laughs> and he comes out and he doesn't do anything and he like hits mm-hmm. his finisher and that's it but this dude's chain wrestling and mm-hmm. he starts the match i'm like what this guy looks like somebody's grandfather
0: oh yeah probably is <laughs> I, they're, they're doing great with his 50th anniversary stuff just bringing back the legends just sprinkling them throughout the year like it, it's so far anyway and you know there's every reason to think it will carry on I, you know, i'm excited you know hopefully we get in oki eventually it's got to happen okada's pulling for it as much as he can hopefully he's healthy enough to show up at some point
1: we can only hope uh that'd be huge that'd be a huge deal breaker uh the the real story of this match Suzuki Gun and, and LIJ uh is obviously we're not done with Shingo and Taichi which is i think it's it's one of the things i like about new japan pro wrestling is you take shingo he's your he was your world champion he he was killing it yeah and and obviously loses the title and 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 it's it's never it, it never how can i say this oh and people are going to hate me probably um, <laughs> uh, when they listen to this uh, at Wizards podcast, please. That I don't, I have my own Twitter handle, but I never use it. So I'm not going to pretend like just go to the pod. You can send all your hate to me there. <laughs> um, Kieran is, by the way, if you haven't listened to any of, of the stuff that Kieran's done with, with Wrestling and Noob Japan, he is the guy. Like he knows his shit. So, you know, do you have to have a smart person and a dumb person? So I'm, <laughs> he's the New Japan expert here. Uh, you've
0: put me, that's, that's too much pressure, man.
1: So I'll make you look like a god, don't worry. So I have to pronounce some of these names that I'm not familiar with. Doggy, we're gonna have some fun. Let's Young go. Lions, look out, people. Uh, uh, the whole Shingo loses the title, and you uh, and you think like maybe it's a step back for him, but then he goes right into this king of pro wrestling championship, which is a little wonky and silly. But man, that Shingo tight, uh. Yeah, Tai Chi. Uh, I love Tai Chi, by the way. Voice of an oh, angel.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tai Chi's amazing. Like, he for sure was rough for a long time, but I don't know. At some point, he just hit it off. I think maybe when he started connecting with Zach, but no, Tai Chi's amazing now. Yeah.
1: yeah that G1 you, you where he beat Naito on like the first or second
0: night. Yeah, yeah.
1: It seemed like he completely flipped the switch.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again,
1: he's got a voice of
0: an angel. Yeah, I think someone actually, it might be my girlfriend, she was like, he's not actually singing is he <laughs> or she was like why does he do it he's not singing i think she, no i think it was why does he do that he's obviously not singing and i was like he is clearly look his mouth is moving the, the you can hear it the blasphemy
1: but his voice of an angel no respect no respect and then he the way he takes his pants off legend
0: <laughs> legend that's, i tell such you a, that's such a good spot uh, bring back the iron fist yeah, they, he done like some crazy thing where he threw it in a river on a YouTube video or something for his YouTube channel. Apparently, it's pretty wild. I
1: don't know. I, I haven't, I haven't gone down that rabbit hole yet. I don't know if I should.
0: <laughs> Probably not.
1: Uh, <laughs> but the story in this match, you know. Oh, back to my thought. I'm all over the place, so I apologize. <laughs> uh, as they take him and they they make him the King of Pro Wrestling Champion, mm-hmm. they put him in this feud with tai Chi, and it is that thirty count match they did on the Road to Wrestling do- was. It was great they told a great story
0: yeah no i love that i i did realize in hindsight you know shingo stipulation he was like a shingo style pinfall match or something he was like you have to get a one count then you have to get a two count then you have to get a three count he literally just wanted that's just a match that happens in every single wrestling match ever and i realized that like a week after i think i was talking about on another podcast and it suddenly hit me like a week after the match had already finished i was like that's the most uncreative match ever from shingo but i i did love the 30 count um i it didn't cross my mind that really for someone to get a six count like you know i was more thinking someone will get to 29 and they'll get a quick one one count roll up um i love what they've done with it and the fact that they both got six count when it finishes as well uh it showed you know that they're, they're nothing to fuck with um i thought i was surprised i actually lost it so quickly but the fact they're using the feud to elevate the trophy makes sense uh, because Jano's had his mitts on it for so bloody long.
1: Which is not a... I don't... I don't mind the the Jano matches. He gets a little... The dog cage match. He gets there's some weird... Hit and miss. Some weird, yeah. weird Jano stuff. I'm sure he'll be in the G1 this year, and I'll love every second of it.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. That's where he thrives. Like, you know, those little five, six-minute matches where, you know, but the some of the longer matches he was having with the KOPW trophy uh, weren't so fun.
1: No, it's it's a weird as if they didn't have enough championship uh, belts in New Japan Pro wrestling. They (laughs) need this trophy. Well, I guess, I mean, I guess it makes sense. Like we have to I think you have to take into account that this is also during like the pandemic. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Which is why we'll when we talk about I was. Over the moon about the best of the super juniors, you know, and, and the surprises we saw in wrestling. Dantaku with people showing up again, like mm-hmm. these guys have done such a good job for the last like two years, just kind of holding it together. Yeah, like uh, the Yuji U- U- G- Nagatas of the world, uh mm-hmm. phenomenal. But now, like we need, we need some fresh blood in here. This
0: is. Let's, it let's was, turn it up. It was too long, like that. Uh, I it, it was kind of. What not punishing it was a difficult time as a fan because lo- so many people fell out of love with it uh they couldn't get behind the clap crowds kind of social media it was only really you know lots of people that loved new japan now had aw as an as- avenue as well they got crowds back quicker um and it was very much it seemed like the the real freaks the real diehards kind of stayed with new japan and were still trying to like you know promote them and be the standard bearers and wave the new Japan flag. And it, it wasn't always fun, but it's kind of, it's nice now that Don Tarku seemed like it was a big return to form. And then the best of super juniors entrance, having so many new people was just the icing on the cake.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Very, very, and we will talk best of the super juniors. Cause I'm very excited, very excited for that. Yeah. Um, And, and it seems like the, it's going both ways. Cause we'll talk about uh capital carnage too, coming up uh, this weekend here in, DC, which is mm-hmm. loaded, but it's not, how yeah, let's not, you know, uh, disrespect wrestling Dontaku here. Uh, <laughs> so Suzuki Goon gets the win, uh, in a six man tag match to open the show. I, I thought it was a fun tag match, and again, furthered, further Shingo and Tai Chi. Uh, we definitely haven't seen the last of this,
0: yeah, no, absolutely. It, it was kind of run in the mill tag match, usual fun six man tag, the little uh, edition of the legend, and then, yeah, it, a surprise win from Taichi to make it a bit more fun.
1: It's also it's twenty twenty two and I'm still watching Taka Mishinoku, which is
0: fucking <laughs> blows it blows my mind. The the best thing about Taka is probably the the Takatachi Mania that them guys put on. They uh the main event the other day was spectacular, if you haven't seen that. I
1: haven't had a chance to see it yet, but it's on it's in the queue.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it's a, it's an awesome one.
1: Um they go from uh the six man, we get Hiromu and Yo. Um I need to find a jacket like Hiromu's, like just to wear <laughs> around the neighborhood.
0: <laughs> so he's gonna say, "Around like on your sofa, keep you comfy or something." And you want to go outside?
1: Oh, I want to go everywhere. I want to wear a- <laughs> goddamn, the quick check. I'll go to shop right. I don't care. Give me that. That thing looks amazing. It um,
0: is it is it is it is insane, and it's so Hiromu. Um, the match itself, I, I uh, it was all right. It, you you know, um, it kind of. I I don't remember much from it if I'm being honest, uh, which isn't probably a good thing. Um, but it's more of Hiromu just trying to draw out Yo because Yo they, he has something to him. I like Yo, but he just like I don't know. He's definitely missing something. I couldn't tell you what, but um, I do like him. Uh, but I thought it was, it, it, it was a forgettable match. Uh,
1: I enjoy. I'm kind of with you. It was. I like the story they tried to to tell, and I think. Um... It's going to affect Yo's performance in the best of the Super Juniors. Yeah. Um, He's like my super dark horse.
0: That's a very, very dark horse.
1: Yeah. Well, I think like the story is like, you know, the the match is based around Haromu doesn't think he puts forth the effort when Mm -hmm. he wants to. He thinks he's lazy and he beat him here, obviously proving his point. So, you know, maybe as a dark horse, he really brings his a game to the super jute the the best of the super juniors but uh yeah it was a, it was a fine man anytime i can see Hiro move wrestle you know we miss so much yes. of him when he broke his neck so yeah anytime yeah. you get to see him out there it's a good thing and then he does the little the little sign at the end where he leaves the super junior trophy in the middle of the ring tis he, the season
0: he was carrying that around for far too long to be fair like it's usually wrestle kingdom done and then like He's still going for the next, what, four months after that. Like, it's, it was time to let go, but I understand now why. the. But, but, yeah, uh Hiromu has been the, the standard bearer for New Japan for too long, and hopefully this best of Super Juniors is definitely going to shake things up.
1: I hope so. When do you – uh let me ask you this, because I think Hiromu's a prime candidate. Like, when, when do you want to see someone go from a junior to – up to a heavyweight
0: oh it's a good question i don't think Hiromu, like i know lots of people say about Heromu, and i don't want him to actually i don't know i if he did i wouldn't be upset but there's so much chat of him wanting to elevate the juniors and all that type of stuff it kind of seems like he shouldn't because then it's just kind of like juniors are still an afterthought even heromu moved up of all people right. um it is a it you definitely i think you need some type of physical change. Cause like you get away like Osprey got huge, uh, Kenny Omega Kenny Omega got huge. Like you look at Kenny Omega at Wrestle Kingdom eleven versus Kushida, versus a month later when he's challenging for the Intercontinental Title against Tanahashi, it's like he's doubled in size. Um, there's so many, there's like uh, you know I think El Desperado could easily be a heavyweight, just maybe a bit on my bulk, but it's an interesting question it's really just perception isn't it because if someone starts in new japan as a heavyweight you're not going to question it right like but if someone has is a junior then they definitely get that kind of they're just stereotyped as a junior i guess is probably the wrong way of saying it but i can't think of a word um but yeah no it's just hard to not see them as a junior they definitely need a big change um and there's no one like el phantasmo probably could because he's a tall dude but right. yeah again i i'd, I'd I'd want to see him bulk up if he did. But it's an interesting question. I I, I know I'm probably in the minority of people that don't want to see Hiromu make the jump.
1: Well, I think you make a great point, though, with Hiromu, because it's like a catch-22. They they really... And they talk about it with the El Desperado-Ishimori match. El Desperado doesn't care. Like, he's just the champ. Like, Mm -hmm. whatever. And Hiromu is the flag bearer. He wants to main event Wrestle Kingdom as a super junior. So it's... It makes sense you know that's his that's his story that's the way he's going so why wouldn't he stay a super junior in main event um and despy on the other hand you know he gets hurt and he comes back and he is diesel
0: homeboy <laughs> put. Uh. He's, been,
1: he's eating a lot of raw horse over there Did <laughs> like, like you try the raw horse that's when right. you went
0: to japan no i didn't really know this was a thing until recently i think listening to your podcast actually with alex coglin you talked about it right
1: Yes, uh, we had Lance Archer a couple of years ago, and he said it's his favorite thing to eat. And now I have to ask every single person who's ever <laughs> me if they
0: I, I didn't know it was a thing at all, to be honest. So, no, I, I haven't tried it. No,
1: See, I don't know if I if it if I was with somebody I trusted, and they were like, "Just try it," and they didn't tell me what it was, and I tried it, and then they're like, "That was raw horse." I'm like, "Yeah, okay."
0: Yeah, I'll try anything once. Like, I'm not for. I, I absolutely don't want someone to go and kill a horse so I can eat it. But if the damage has kind of unfortunately already been done and I'm in a restaurant and they're offering it to me, I'm going, like, well, someone like I'll try it, but probably like begrudgingly, kind of through tears, like soaking the meat, making it more salty. Um yes. because yeah, that's it's not that's yeah, that's a that's a different podcast, probably. <laughs> that's
1: what it's there for, right? You just gotta soak it in the sauce.
0: <laughs> sauce my tears.
1: That's it. Um we follow Haromu and Yo with uh Tangaloa and uh Yujiro Takahashi, uh the House of Torture. Uh Tangaloa looks like he looks like a fucking superstar. he looked- yeah, I mean, it,
0: it was certainly a match. Um <laughs> but I I do like Tangaloa. Uh he's improved a lot. Um, like before he used to basically be cutting promos in the middle of his match, Ooh. he would talk so much. Um He's not, he, he's got a great look. He looks amazing and I love ape shit as a finisher. Um, but I think he's definitely better in a tag team than in singles. Like with Tama Tonga backing him up.
1: Uh, yeah. I, I'm not a big fan of the Tokyo pimp. Um, I could watch him off. I could watch him off an ass all day. I'll tell you that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Agreed.
1: But uh, again, I think this is just, a, a, this is a perfect example of the pandemic and, and, and you know you got to fill a spot on the card thankfully there was a story here but it's mm-hmm. you know it's end up it's nwo b team uh virgil uh, or yujiro takahashi um uh, i whatever <laughs> it was what it was right
0: yeah yeah no that's a perfect expression for it yeah let's let's move on <laughs>
1: Uh, next up, we have our IWGP junior heavyweight champions 6'9, the 69th IWGP junior heavyweight t- champions, defending against Suzuki Goon, uh, Kanamura, and Doki. Um, I gotta know thoughts on Master Wado. Oh,
0: I thought he was gonna ask me, Doki. Um, he, he's, no. he's definitely improved a lot. Like at first, you could tell, like, he was. All over the place on the ropes. He was botching moves. He was never connecting with stuff. He's got a lot more confidence now. That's probably coming from teaming with Teguchi because Teguchi is amazing. Teguchi can have the the most stupid fun match in the world, and then the next night he can put on a match of the year contender. Um, he's so I love Teguchi to bits. Um, but yeah, no, I don't think he's quite there yet. Like maybe Best Super Juniors is kind of gonna be his coming out party. Uh. But I think being in this tag team with Taguchi is doing wonders for him. He's getting to, I want to say he's getting to show a bit more character, but he's probably got the most bland backstage comments out of anybody on the roster. He's always just like, "Yeah, it was a good fight. Well, I'm going to fight again. Well, for the next time, and I'll defend this title." Okay, bye. And then Taguchi's like trying to make jokes and stuff, like talking about wanting a no tights death match and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, no, he's he's improved a lot. I, I, he's like super young still, considering he's being on excursion and come back. So he's got you know, he's got all the chance in the world to still be something incredible.
1: I feel I feel so a couple of years ago, I did not like uh Yoshihashi. Most people didn't. Uh but he's kinda of grown on me, right? So I feel like Master Wado has now take over that role where I'm kinda of yeah. like Yeah I kinda of wanna cheer for him, but I still kind of am like what is this fucking guy's deal <laughs>
0: he's like a he's a dork is the nicest way to put it and oh, you know that's God. rich coming from me and my glasses with my new japan teddies behind me and stuff but um yeah like in the same way yoshihashi was in that you he was just never believable but now you cheer for yoshihashi because there's that slight chance and he's had those moments and he's so good now yoshihashi whereas wato still yeah, he's still struggling to get that believability, I think.
1: And there's something about Yoshihashi's face that bothers me. <laughs> I don't he know. Is. I look at his face and I'm like, man, I just want to, I just want someone to punch you.
0: He always looks like he's unsure, like if he's left the oven on at home or something like that.
1: Yeah, he, he looks, and
0: then he has this, the the staff. I don't know what you, what are you doing? <laughs> what The staff should be with Kenta. That's where it truly belongs.
1: Yeah, I was. They came to to New York, and the the semi main event was Kenta and Yoshihashi. And I was like, "What did? Get me another crown and Coke.
0: What did I do? <laughs> <laughs> Who did you upset? Uh,
1: that's a great question. I don't know. Someone got upset. That was that New York show where the show started like an hour late because somebody somebody ratted on them for not having like oh Andrew the fight. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I remember. Oh god. And yeah. then t- oh, I
1: don't because, you know, there's a lot of downtime and uh, there's nothing to do. So I, you just keep drinking double. Got
0: to get for it.
1: Yeah. And then you're just a maniac. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bad time. A good time. Good time. Bad time for the people that were with me. Great time for me. <laughs> um, so Taguchi and Master Wado successful against Kanemira and Doki. And I guess you're not a big Doki fan.
0: No, I love him. That's why I was excited to talk about him. Oh, okay. We could talk I- about Doki Choki Doki yeah no like legit i feel like people he was kind of a meme at first like people sarcastically liked him and stuff but then he's now genuinely really good and i generally cheer for him and i want like i was wanted him to win those titles uh you know when he first came in that first best of super juniors he was trash like he got one win it was over a young lion he was horrible and just the next best of super juniors he was better and now he's like a little maniac in the ring like his Doki bomb where everyone seems to not catch him on purpose. Like there'll be 10 guys there and he'll somehow miss all of them. He's just a little maniac. I, like, I I sincerely love him. He's generally like one of my favorite, like little underdogs.
1: Yeah. I think, uh I think a lot of people don't like him because of the way they kind of El Desperado is supposed to be in the best of super juniors in 19. Mm-hmm. And then like he gets pulled and here's the newest member of Suzuki goon. Yeah. It's...
0: Doki. It, it was bizarre. But, like, the way in the backstage comment, promos as well, the way they kind of treat him as their little brother, like Zack and Taichi and stuff, it's just, I love how Suzuki Gun has gone from the just really bad villainous heel to, like, this kind of rapscallion family that you kind of like are, you little mischievous scamps. You know what I mean? Like, they, they've had this great turn. I I love all of them. And, yeah, Doki, I, I'm i fully behind and want him to win, uh, to do well in the best of Super Juniors, not win.
1: Yeah, I, I, look, I won't be mad if he has a good showing. And I've kind of, I, I enjoy Taguchi and Master Wado, but I, I really like uh, Kanemura, so I wouldn't have been upset if they took the titles. Unfortunately, they didn't. How much of a professional do you have to be to let somebody
0: stick their asshole <laughs> on your face? <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's not the first time either, is it? Man? I
1: know, it's just like, man, how, what are you? you like lacing up your boots, you're like Dantaku, Big Show. What do you want to do for a finish? And Taguchi's like, "Here's what we do." (laughs) I don't even. Uh, And he's wearing a t-bag. Like what? And he wouldn't pull his pants. He's hysterical. (laughs) He wouldn't pull his tights up.
0: Yeah, no, he never does. Does he? He Always does his post-match like celebrations with his ass half hanging out. These days, I've seen Taguchi's ass more than I've seen most people's.
1: God bless him. That's, it's, you got to have some real confidence just to put your butt out there like that.
0: I love him. He, he deserves all the flowers in the world, Taguchi.
1: Do you think they successfully defend the junior titles 69 times? <laughs> no. Like,
0: <laughs> I was I, I was so happy they pulled the trigger and did let Taguchi be the 69th tag champs as well. It's just perfect. But uh, Jesus Christ, if we have to see what? 67, 68 more defenses of Takushi sticking... How is there 68 more people willing to have their face stuck in Taguchi's bum? That's the big question.
1: I mean, a payday is a payday, I guess? I have no idea. I don't know if I would do it.
0: I mean, if it got me on a new Japan show, maybe.
1: That's also... I've done a lot dumber things for a lot less, so... <laughs> uh I think I'm with you. This next uh match here, the IWGP three-way tag team championship match. Um, I get it. I get why I just wasn't happy with it. And then what they make it
0: tornado rules, Tongan tornado or Tongan Tongan tornado. Was it Tongan something?
1: Yeah, I think you're right. I think it was Tongan tornado. And that was like a last minute thing. We do. We pick the pay-per-view matches, like the big show matches and we keep track all year. If I had known it was going to be something like this, it felt like they just were like Kevin Kelly's like, Oh, by the way. Yeah. And I'm like motherfucker, really. I'm like now, and it's a sin because Jeff Cobb and Great O'Conn are and Jeff O'Con's Jeff Cobb is unbelievable. He's hey, absolutely unbelievable. Um, and Great O'Conn, I mean, he's just a great human being. He's saving little girls. He's got his little paper he's bringing with him everywhere.
0: All, all hail Great O'Conn, man. Uh,
1: but I get it. I get. And the running theme throughout the night, I mean, they couldn't have made it. It was. It's one of those things. You watch wrestling so much. They mentioned Jay White being eight thousand miles away so many times.
0: <laughs> yeah, you you know you know he's coming. Yeah, oh, yeah it's, it, it's like you said. I get it, but I I like the fact it was a tornado match because to be honest, it made it more fun. Because you know, Bad Luck File, and Chase Owens in that match weren't going to be the most exciting things, but letting them you know combine with four other people in a mess, it's just a lot more fun in general. Um. Hopefully, Cobb can't get him back now. There's no reason they can't, uh, but either way, you know Jeff Cobb is now an IWGP champion at one point. Great Khan's got a title very early on from returning, basically, um, and it's kind of like a, it's a, some probably like a little thank you to Chase, especially for traveling back and forth during the pandemic. You can't fault his uh, his his the, his work ethic, the fact that he's willing to do all these long uh, long quarantines in Japan and things like that. Um, but we'll see what happens when they defend the titles again, because that's uh, that's happening for sure.
1: Yeah, and uh, it, for me, I, if they're the tag champions, maybe it keeps bad luck fall out of the G
0: one. <laughs> we can we can hope.
1: Oh, man, I don't know how how. It, it?
0: This
1: spot every year.
0: It's going to be an interesting conversation when the G ones come out, because you you always have the argument of you know Yoshi, Yoshi Hashi is probably not good. At something there's guys that you wouldn't want in the G one, but you shouldn't just shun them because there are better guys from other companies like new japan should obviously put their own guys first as horrible as it is to say you know we can get five guys from aw and drop five not so good guys from new japan it's like yeah but they deserve it they're working in japan they've worked through the pandemic this is their moment to shine i don't want you drawing the g1 either guys actually no he can go for anyone get rid of you from g One too.
1: yeah there's i just feel like bad i don't know the last couple g1s of bad luck fall i have been
0: those tough watches uh yeah. now
1: what my what do you do with goto and yoshihashi
0: yeah they can't they, they had a good run they went then they had the, the long story with the never six-man titles which they absolutely knocked out of the park the best defenses the best rain by a million miles and then they went straight into the world tag league and you know won that and the tag titles um you know they don't need to be in the scene the whole time but i mean best of super juniors now they don't need to be around for like a month And then I suppose by the time you come back, the G1's not too far away. Um, So they're probably just going to be middling in six man tags and whatnot for now. Uh, But yeah, no, they, they, they had a really good run to be fair. I think everyone would be pleasantly surprised with how that tag team turned out.
1: Yeah. On paper, I wasn't a fan, but once, uh, once I got to see the, you know, the, the, you mentioned the world tag league and again, Yoshihashi growing on me and I, don't think I've ever complained about Hiroki Goto. So,
0: yeah, no, he's the guy you, you can trust. Goto, you know, he's never gonna. He might not set the world on fire, but he's certainly not gonna uh, put in a stinker of a match either.
1: Would you be upset if they ran this
0: back? Another what, a, a another three way. Oh yeah, no, don't do that again, Jesus! Like Yoshihashi and Goto have no claim now. Um, Okan and Cobb never got pinned. They could say that. I'm sure that's what they have said. Right. Uh, but. No, yeah, I certainly wouldn't want another freeway. That would be bizarre. that would be very out of character for New Japan as well. I feel.
1: I can't believe they only had the titles for twenty two days. It's upsetting. Is that it? Wow. Jesus.
0: Yeah, uh, not even a month. Wow.
1: It's uh, and Jeff Cobb is like he had the incredible G one last year. F-
0: yeah, no. Since it, 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 he had that first G one where he really didn't connect, and then the next G one, he just fucking like set the world on fire, and he's just you could. If anyone said they he was the MVP of uh, the best wrestler in New Japan, I wouldn't really argue with them. They've yeah. got a good case to make.
1: Yeah, so well, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. You know, maybe you get uh Bishuman. Mm-hmm. Is I say that right? Bishuman. Bishuman. yeah, I think so. Yeah. Maybe you get them after you know, maybe after the United Empire gets the tag titles back, you hope. But it's the fucking bullet club. There could be sh- there could be fucking house of torture everywhere.
0: God damn it. Notably absent from the uh the grand proceedings at the end torture thank God <laughs>
1: um they were not absent from the next match um which again I think we talked about a little bit earlier in the in this uh show we both I think we felt we didn't mind it
0: no I enjoyed it like I said and the the kendo stick slap over the top of evil's head from Jardo was the best kendo stick I might have ever seen in my life it was just perfect. Um and I like the ending. The ending was great. Like it's something different as well. Like evil throwing the referee at Tamatonga. Tamatonga leaps over the referee, lands on the spot, straight back up in the air, and hits the gun stun for the one, two, three. It was crisp as fuck. Tamatonga can hit some beautiful gun stuns. And I'm glad he's got he's got that title, to be honest. The never title. He did, you know, again, another guy that stuck through it during the pandemic. He had a really good G1. Um, his match with Okada was absolutely amazing uh, getting that win over Ricardo and then challenging for the briefcase as well. I don't think that was as good, but it's always hard to follow up. But no, I'm I'm really happy that Tamatanga won that title. I, I was chuffed with the outcome of that match.
1: Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. I like Tamatanga and and you know, I could see him kind of going going on his own being a singles here. Um and I, I really did I enjoyed this match, which is not something I can say about uh, a lot of evil matches in the last two years.
0: Yeah, I couldn't tell you another evil match. I feel like his match with Yoshihashi in the G1 was kind of great. Like Yoshihashi had him, Yoshihashi had him in the butterfly lock for about twenty minutes, um, <laughs> and I was like, I was really biting that evil was going to tap out. Um, but yeah, no, I it's definitely evil. Like I said, house of torture can be fun. It's just that it's very, very rare that it happens
1: yeah it is um we'll have to see uh, i think the and then tamatango gets his first singles title win, title win was the ever openweight champion and then i think the 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 big story the fun news uh and it it doesn't dawn upon me until you realize like man the good brothers have been gone from the wwe for almost 2 years and this is the first like you forget wow. this is the first time they've been in japan this was fucking awesome
0: Oh, yeah, I lost my shit totally. Like, I'm not gonna say I'm the biggest Good Brothers fan, uh, but the way they just it, it was so unexpected. No one knew the borders were really open and they, they could get guys in like this. Lots of rumors, lots of wishful thinking, but for them to have gotten on the plane and done all this, and it was amazing. Like, I was done so well, you know, Carl Anderson. Either picked up or got given the wrong title and picked up the six man titles instead of the actual never title. But Luke Gallows backstage played it off and he was like, Ah, oh, you don't you didn't fucking care which title you picked up or something, he said. Um but and that's so much more exciting as well to get the Carl Anderson singles match rather than just getting Good Brothers back in the tag scene. Like, I'm glad they're going that route, because obviously you've got all the history of Tamatonga as well, and Carl Anderson can put in a good performance as a singles wrestler, probably more so than he can as part of the Good Brothers.
1: No, absolutely. I think he had that that G one run, uh, God, seven eight years
0: ago. The twenty twelve that he always goes... How, how can you forget? He always he was a G one finalist. He tells you every moment he can. Uh, wouldn't you?
1: <laughs> yeah. But uh, i I was super happy. You know, Luke Gallows. I can take her leave. Uh, mm-hmm. To be honest with you, he's kind of goofy. Uh, but when they're a tag team, they're they're solid. Man, this is gonna. This is gonna be good. The Tomatonga Gorillas against the Good Brothers. Uh and I'm excited to see Carl Anderson back in a new Japan ring. So that'll be fantastic. Um we go for the uh IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship next. El Desperado defends against Taji Ishimori. Uh man, they've they played hot potato with this with this title, I feel like.
0: He got a good. He got two, or th- I think he got three defenses in this time. Despy, um, I
1: love Despy, man. I know. Uh,
0: I'm, I'm a huge fan. Uh, I've got it's just that shot. His weekly pro wrestling magazine where he had the double titles, which I'm struggling to reach for. <laughs> I love. Ah, he's always on display. Uh, yeah, no, I, I absolutely adore Desperado. He's amazing in the ring. His backstage promos are probably the best in New Japan. Uh, his character work, just everything about any the mask when he comes out in different masks and stuff. Oh, I'm, I'm, yeah, Desperado. I, I, I've i said this about lots of guys, I realize, but we lots of my favorite guys were on this show in marquee matches. But Desperado is my favorite junior heavyweight, easily.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'm with you on that. When he did the um. Was it him and him and Hiromu where he ripped his mask off?
0: Yeah, the best of the Super Junior final. Holy shit! That, that well, was my match of the year. Easy. What a match! What mm. a
1: story! And I think, I think that's part of the thing that keeps me so invested in New Japan is the way they tell, tell the stories here. Stateside, you get, you're not, you know, if you're watching WWE, and I don't watch WWE, I can proudly say that. But for so long you watched, and it, it's like, well, you're, you know one day just wrestler a and wrestle b are now a tag team and nobody mentions like there's a story there it's just like they're just a tag team today yeah no why but then here in new japan like everything like there's they they connect everything so beautifully and and i think that's part of it they tell a story uh and and i want to see tell me a story
0: yeah no i 100 agree that's one of my probably the main reason i like new japan and kind of japanese wrestling in general is they Aren't, they don't shy away from their history and instead they use their history. Ironically, they got rid of the heavyweight and intercontinental championships, which no one was a fan of. But in general, they will look back and say, you know, this, but they they will say all the history about it. You know, they'll make jokes about Ishimori when he was in Sailor Boys back in, you know, with the little white Sailor Boy hat and doing dancing and stuff back in the day. Um, it, it's one of the things you're, you're rewarded for, you know, sticking with the product. Um, you know, whereas, unfortunately, you get things in WWE like Shawn Michaels ruining his legacy because he wanted a payday at Saudi Arabia. WWE don't care. You know, he had a the perfect send off and he spoiled that. And um, if he's happy and got a payday, good for him. But, you know, as a fan, it's, you know, it, it's, it puts me off of watching WWE. AEW, of course, doing a much better job. That's a different animal.
1: Yes, absolutely. I agree 100%. Um, just don't insult my intelligence, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, it's as simple as that. <laughs>
1: just tell me. and i think again new japan does a fantastic job of telling telling these stories and there's so much you know you could you could throw together two guys and then kevin kelly and chris charlton will will tell you, paint you a picture mm-hmm. and you're so much more invested in the match and the story and it really it works wonders
0: yeah, uh, no, like they'll go back to their young lions days. Like you know, they were in the dojo together, and they they were friends. And then you know they had the rivalry as young lions. It, it, it adds so much to the matches. Yeah, and, so and much. we will see. We will
1: when we talk about the
0: ending of the next
1: match. That is a huge storyline uh, there. But uh, before we get ahead of ourselves, uh, Ishimori becomes a three time IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion. He submits uh, El Desperado. Um, I thought it was a great match, technically. Uh, with the mm-hmm. reversals, they were doing stuff that I've I've never seen. I've been watching wrestling for like thirty something years. It was fantastic. I
0: yeah. the the uh the transitions into each other's submissions and stuff at the end was just beautiful to watch and really got me invested. Like it was so it was smartly done. It wasn't like someone just was sticking their arm out and waiting for the moment. It was really well done it was really technical they really thrived and i was disappointed with the result but it certainly makes the best of super juniors a bit more interesting
1: yeah i'm with you my internet just go out
0: you're still you're a bit dodgy okay
1: i don't you hear me okay
0: i can hear you your video is frozen a bit it's a bit clunky your noise but
1: all right it's it getting game
0: better. it's getting better
1: <laughs> technology come on an hour into this, and this is the first of the issues.
0: It's it's coming and going. Like I can see you moving, but it's just like in two pixels. Alright, well,
1: people, I don't think they're watching. They listen.
0: Fingers crossed, because yeah, nobody, <laughs> nobody's going to be able to see. No one can see you at the moment, really.
1: Let's hope this fixes itself.
0: Fingers crossed, man.
1: Yeah. Anywho. Or power through.
0: It's still not great. It's, it might be getting worse, man.
1: All right. all right.
0: I think it might be getting worse. I can't hear you probably at all already now. It's just like, burr, burr. and if you're speaking now, I can't hear you at all.
1: I was not speaking, and now I am speaking.
0: All right. I can hear you. It's a bit clearer.
1: All right, we're we'll work. I'm working on it. We're gonna play. Right. We're gonna power through this. This is the first episode.
0: It, I think I think you're back. I think you're back.
1: Yes, car car <laughs> crash radio at its finest. Uh, we move on to uh, our vacant IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship match, which we had to see Sonata vacate because uh, mm-hmm. old, old Willie Boy Billy, yeah. Billy Buster, that... How do you feel about Sonata? Eh, he
0: can <sighs> he's really hit and miss like g1 final with ibushi was not good right. i didn't rate that match or his match where who the hell did he beat for the title tanahashi did he beat tanahashi for the title yes yeah i think yeah yeah i feel that that match was pretty good he's like his matches with zack saber jr are great like you could pick any one mm. of them and you're gonna have a good time um yeah i i don't really have an opinion on him in all honesty because yeah sometimes he's great and sometimes he's just there so he's i think that was definitely a good moment for i was glad when he won so i guess that said something but yeah it was a shame he then had to vacate like instantly
1: yeah i'm a big i love i love sonata i think he does better when he spikes his hair
0: That's what it is. That's the secret.
1: I really do. When he beat Okada in that G1, I was like,
0: That match. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's Peak Sonata. That's That's probably a great match. That's probably his career best.
1: So he had to vacate the title. It was going to be Hiroshi uh, Tanahashi and his dumb fucking hair. Guess what? I don't like Hiroshi Tanahashi. Um, I know. know.
0: We need a new host for uh, New Japan Wrestling. Fight for Overbooks, please. It's fine. <laughs>
1: play, play, you you in the you can go play your air guitar wherever you want.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, so
1: it, it was supposed to be Hiroshi Tanahashi and Will Ospreay. And look, I'm not an idiot. I adore what Tanahashi did for New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh,
0: I'm just—it's one of them. You can respect why people like him and who he right. is and that stuff. It's just not for you. I get it. You're you're wrong, but I get it.
1: That's fine. I look. I'll tell you when he has a great match but at the end of the day i think his hair is stupid and <laughs> sucks at air guitar okay
0: <laughs>
1: uh he he took on big tom Ishii, who had a very busy week uh he was here in the states wrestling for impact um and 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 who else he worked somebody else didn't he worked AEW didn't he
0: I think it was AEW. Then he went back to Japan for this match, and then he came back for the Impact match. I could be wrong, but I feel like that's what happened.
1: What was this May? What was this show it was May? He was over I here was... for
0: like a month when New Japan had at least one show or two, because then he'd done a, an Impact, and I think he'd done an AEW. Sorry. Um... Yeah. So
1: he did. Uh, he did AEW against Adam Cole. Yeah. Then mm-hmm. that weekend he did uh, the Impact pay per view against. Um uh fuck who he wrestled jonah
0: yeah 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 you're right yeah
1: yeah and then mm-hmm. i think he stayed and then they they i think they taped sacrifier he came back and he just wrestled josh alexander didn't he
0: yeah he wrestled yeah like a couple of days ago he- yeah, yeah yeah that was Under live eight. oh
1: wow so yeah. i guess the borders are open for him huh
0: yeah yeah poor fuckers hopefully not having to quarantine
1: big tom in the house i love big tom ishi
0: yeah, I think everyone does. He, his match with Tanahashi was easy match of the year contender. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know what to expect going into it. In all honesty, um, and goddamn, like him hitting the sling blade and the dragon screw, Tanahashi hitting a goddamn brainbuster, and it was perfectly executed. Like it looked beautiful. I, it, it really got like if, if you're a Tanahashi or an Ishi fan, then you're gonna you would have lost your mind at that match.
1: Yeah, I think these guys over-delivered because, cause, to your point, it seemed like oil and water, and mm-hmm. I can't... uh My recall isn't as great as yours. I can't recall the last time these two got in the ring. I'm sure it was a G1, but I don't know yeah. if it
0: was good. I did look it up. It was like t- 2019 at the earliest, perhaps 2018 even. It it was years ago. It might be later than that. It, it's been a good few years.
1: Yeah, these guys delivered, though. We have ourselves... uh a new IWGP uh, United States heavyweight champion in Hiroshi Tanahashi. Um, and then post-match, Chase Owens, Owens comes out, and he's quick to point out that he's got a pinfall over Tanahashi, and he, he wants a shot at the title, but he's got something else in mind. And now comes a man dressed like a biker, aces and eights style, bullet club, ski mask, a taxi uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi to unmask and find out. It's fucking Juice Robinson,
0: rock hard Juice Robinson. Holy like, shit! It's oh uh, god. Like when I was like, my girlfriend ha- was having breakfast at this time. She had woken up after me, and she's a big Juice Robinson fan as well. Um, and we're watching it, and Chase Owens comes out, and I like, for fuck's sake. And she's like, "Why is Chase here? Like, she doesn't watch much news fan anymore." But even she was like, "What the fuck?" Um. <laughs> And I was like, oh, he beat Tanashi in the G1. He's challenging. And then this person came out, and I was like, who the fuck is this? And I, I think I missed the left hand of God entirely. And then um, he started to hit Pulp Friction. And I was like, that's Pulp Friction. Like, I'm act- actively saying this out loud. And I'm like, that's Pulp Friction. I was like, it can't be. And he unveils his it, juice. I was like, what the fuck? Like, oh, my God. I, could, I couldn't believe it. It was a great, great moment. Loved it.
1: It was... And they really... Like man, they played it up with him. Like te- like he did that interview. I'm um, if when my contract's up, I'm done. Di- if I never wrestle again, I'm good. And you're kind of like, oh man, because Juice really reinvented himself when he got to New Japan. Um, and Finn Juice was a great tag team, and he had a great singles run. And you're like, damn man, that's a bummer that he's gonna step away. And then, fucking man, here he is now, Bullet Club.
0: Here's a question for you then. Like, what's your opinion on being worked? You know, I. Love it when I'm worked because you know I, that that I'm you know it doesn't happen so much anymore because of the internet and stuff. I want to be fooled and then I get a moment like Juice showing up and it makes it so much more better because I'm a stupid Mark that reads internet news and thinks, oh shit, he's retiring. Oh, that's sad. And then he shows up. It made it so much more better. I was so glad that Juice Robinson worked me. What no, about I, you?
1: I'm with you. It, look, this the same reason why we stay off of our phones, right? When we mm-hmm. know there's New Japan. I don't want spoilers. I know people who like, I've been to AEW shows and people are like, send me the spoilers for Dynamite or for Rampage. I'm like, no, stop. What's wrong with you? I <laughs> do you want them. Look, no harm, no foul. Right. You think he's stepping away. He had a great career. Mm-hmm. You're like, God bless the guy. I was invested. And then to have him come back and be a member of Bullet Club, this is fucking Juice Robinson. He's fucking dancing around. He's dressed like mm-hmm. the Macho Man's love child. And now he's <laughs> now he's rocking the Bullet Club stuff. Like, man, I don't look. I don't mind being worked. I love it. And I the same thing. I read the dirt sheets. I read the Meltzers, whatever. I avoid spoilers because I like being surprised. So like Wednesday nights when there's the dynamite that I can watch, like I'll stay off of social media all day if I can. Because people seem to love to ruin shit. Um, I like it. It was, it's, that's why I don't want to know. Like, I don't want to, if I know who's going to be the surprise entrant in the Royal Rumble, what's the fucking point of me watching?
0: Uh, Yeah, no, 100%, man. Like, that moment just was such a great experience. And I love Juice. I was really sad he was retiring. I kind of got it, like, because he is a guy that thrives on a live audience and the Japanese audiences specifically, they fucking adore him. And you know he was having to wrestle that whole G one where he was trying to get the the stomp stomp clap queen style thing going and wrestling in strong and he just didn't seem to be like he was having as much fun as he was once upon a time. So when he said like you yeah, know I'm done, I like I believed it, you know. And uh, I didn't watch the interview or anything, but it, it made sense. And then yeah, I got worked and fucking hell yeah, like I'm so excited for hard rock and rock hard Juice Robinson.
1: Hell yeah, uh, they were. You said it before. We talked about the backstories, like Juice and Jay. Mm-hmm. Juice and Jay were young in the, lions together. In like, the dojo they together,
0: have, yeah. a history. They traded that US title with each other, didn't they? Oh yeah, yeah. They had a big few. They had that um awesome match when uh, I don't know where it was. It was in America somewhere with uh, the whole Josh Barnett incident and Jim Ross and all that jazz.
1: Oh, uh, Long Beach, California. Long Beach, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Fantastic match,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah, broke my ribs, that's a friend. <laughs> Fucking uh, awesome awesome stuff so Juice is in the Bullet Club now we got so uh, Bullet Club Day right is mm-hmm. the, kind of what this the show is focused around we've seen the return of the Good Brothers and we've seen Juice Robinson and we still have our goddamn main event uh, Okada Naito for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship um, look anytime I see these guys on paper against each other I know I'm getting a fucking banger uh and it was 34 minutes and 12 seconds and boy did they deliver
0: i was so like when it first got announced that night was going to be the next challenger i was like again like it's the third time in like less than three months or something i was like i love night i love okada they're always going to put on a banger but this isn't too much for even me but then the show begins and the match begins and they make their entrances and i'm all invested um and admittedly i can't remember like actually, whenever Naito goes for the Stardust Press, it's the most hype moment in <laughs> all of professional wrestling. Like he's so he, he oh, like just with the way he can't stop himself from going for it, and he only ever goes for it against like really Carter and flashbacks to Wrestle Kingdom twelve and him missing it, and then he didn't win the title and hitting it at Wrestle Kingdom fourteen and eventually winning the double titles. Like, there's that move is just there's so much history again like embedded in that move unlike anything else
1: yeah and and that's another you know it's another reason to, why we love new japan pro wrestling like you don't get the same moveset out of naito you know when he's pu- he's pulls out the big guns for the big you know mm-hmm. you know he's going for for it all right here and uh god damn i could watch okada and naito wrestle fucking seven seven times a week twice on sunday like seriously (laughs) it's so good and they do such a great job at storytelling and uh you know back back when i started watching new japan like i didn't get okada like i just didn't i didn't understand the rainmaker i'm like here's this tall skinny kind of looking asian dude who's throwing you know not stan hansen larry it's like i don't see yeah. what the big deal is mm-hmm. then you watch a couple of okada matches and you're like fuck this kid is <laughs> and it's it's so funny like his excursion was impact and he was like he was wearing he was like the the green hornet to Samoa mm-hmm. Joe. like
0: what yeah no, I mean, obviously
1: so. you don't know he's going to become the best wrestler in the world one of the best wrestlers in the world but you think you could do something a little better than pigeonhole him with like uh like that kind of gimmick, come on, we're better. Yeah,
0: it is. It's awful. I mean, there's some good stories come out there, at least, like the Young Bucks and Alex Shelley taking care of him and thinking that he was something special and all that jazz. Like, it wasn't a totally wasted thing, I suppose. Um, And it led to no impact talent showing up in New Japan for a while because they were apparently so pissed off with how they dealt with Okada, so the the story and the rumor goes. But um, this match, have you ever seen, like, a more definitive finish to a match? Like, the fucking Inoki-style Inzaguri into the Inoki, uh not, not octopus, uh, what is it? Cobra Clutch into fucking Emerald Flosion into the Rainmaker. Like, fucking, like, that is incredible that they A thought of that and they done it during the 50th year anniversary, harkening back to, you know, the two sons of... New Japan and all Japan from Ricky Doze and big, but giant Barber and Antonio and Oki, Like it was one of the best finishes I've ever seen in a wrestling match.
1: It's, it was, yeah. It,
0: it's
1: speechless. Like the, the, what what a way to end the night. Right.
0: It really put a nail in like the story of them as well. Like Okada just won so definitively, like no one is ever going to kick out of, of that combination. Um, it's interesting though, because Nia's whole story has been that he wants to get back to the main event of Wrestle Kingdom, and you know, he's did it's going kind to of made the G one interesting to see if he gets close to doing it because yeah, that's really his only chance now.
1: Yeah, and that's that's you know, he seems to always be in this at that same position. Like he's his his story is a story of redemption, right?
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he's yeah. got,
1: to, he's got to get back there.
0: The Naito story is always best. The chase is always sweeter with Naito than the, than the rain itself. So he's he's down at Ground Zero now. He's got to scrub the board and start from scratch all over again.
1: And uh, then and then we think it's over, right? Okada's has mm-hmm. He's goddamn got verbal diarrhea. He's out there talking, talking, talking. You mentioned it.
0: The music's going. The music's going for a long time. He's having a good old time cheering and raining re- in his uh, his big title win.
1: I, I was uh, up against it last week, so I I, I, I watched half Sunday night, and then I watched the rest Monday, mm. and I was like, getting ready to do The Shining Wizards, and then, like, I had 10 minutes left before we started the show, and I was on that, and I just kept, like, I just, like, kept skipping like five seconds ahead. Like, <laughs> Why is this so long? What is he saying? And I'm like, this can't be... I'm like, Chris Charlton has to put out a transcript. This can't be that interesting he's been going for like five minutes and then i just so happened like to hit it and wait a second and then i heard and i was fucking screaming like a maniac up here my poor mother-in-law <laughs> it, it was you know and again hindsight is 2020 the whole show they kind of were like jay white orchestrated everything he's eight thousand yeah. miles away but, man, that, he was the last person I thought was going to show up uh, at the end of Wrestling Dantaku. Man, what a way to end the show.
0: Yeah, it's bizarre. I didn't really consider it either until like, I saw someone mention it on Discord or something like, oh, I wonder if Jay shows up at the end. And I thought, oh, maybe. But then, really, he's probably not. Uh, but then, you know, to have the whole Bullet Club roll call as well, Carl Anderson back on the mic like he used to do back in the day, introducing all the boys and stuff like that, it was such a return to form. It really... It really was Bullet Club's day. Uh, it was Bullet Club's show. It was Bullet Club's like, everything. And, you know, we're now getting Jay White challenging for the title, and there's no reason. You know, he's a legitimate contender. There's no reason to think that he might not win.
1: No, no. I'm, um. Domin- New Japan has lined it up like they said, we've been in pandemic for two years. Like, we're going to... Ca- I mean, it, in the span, we got the Forbidden Door pay-per-view announced, what, Wednesday, and then we got Wrestling Dantaku on Sunday. Now we got Best of the Super Juniors, we got Dominion, we got Forbidden Door, like, and then right into G1 season, this mm-hmm. is gonna be fucking bonkers, dude. I said it, uh, it, it, the Shining Wizards have a Discord, and I said it when they announced the Best of the Super Juniors, I said, Brian Danielson's
0: gonna be in the G1. I, that, I, I, I yeah <laughs> i think right. they, they, they're gonna pull it's so interesting there's so many potential names like whenever someone signs with AEW, they're always asked you know about other things and they all say like oh yeah i want to do new japan i want to do the g1 like all of them but brian danielson has said it in every chance he gets you know the story goes that wwe were talking about working with new japan just so that daniel Bryan could do a g1 and they could keep him like it's probably got you got to think it's probably the thing at the top of that man's bucket list. Uh, and yeah. if AEW aw are willing to let him go for a month, I'd like him to if, if the audiences can't clap, then maybe keep him or if the audiences can only clap, maybe keep him away until they can cheer. But yeah, no, I mean, there, there's gonna be some. They pulled Willie Utah out of the hat for the best of super juniors, no one saw that coming, right? They're gonna pull some someone out of the hat, whether it's Brian Danielson. I don't, I we can dream but it's certainly going to be a name in AEW, a very decent, sizable name. At least yeah. one. Uh, you, I hope,
1: Man, it just makes sense. Like you, He could be the only foreign person you put in in the G1 for me. I don't care. That's just, I want to see Brian Danielson in New Japan.
0: The only bad thing is that he's only going to get to wrestle nine guys in his block, or if they make the blocks larger, and there's going to be a whole other block full of wrestlers he's not going to get to step in the ring with.
1: Well, I think that's... I think that's the beauty of it, though, right?
0: Well, he, he just needs to do the G1 every year. It's as simple as that.
1: Well, with with, with the way things are going, like, you know, he, he, can, he can... I'm sure he won't mind being over there. Stay stay a little longer. Yeah. Oh, that's a raw go.
0: horse. Look, Brian Danielson, if you're listening, just leave AW and go to New Japan.
1: Yeah, you're, you're done. You're done. You're good. <laughs> dude, dude, he could do the same thing Moxley did, right? That moxley did the g1 and he was mm-hmm. there for a bit like he had a nice he had a lot of fun over there
0: yeah, aw can survive without brian danielson for a month their roster is overflowing with talent like just oh. just get give us brian danielson for a month and he'll come back he'll come back better uh he might he'll come back worse aware for, for sure but he'll be uh just just give us brian danielson
1: yeah look take him off tv you don't, we don't need to see him every week give him a fresh coat of paint
0: all right yeah Get him on that plane. Go on, Gato. Get a, flash the money, bro. He's got it. <laughs> yeah. He's got that right. Uh,
1: so, before we get way ahead of ourselves with the G1, they announced the best of the Super Juniors uh, in the middle of this show, but but we haven't really talked about it. So, let's, we can run down uh, the blocks. Um, and there were a lot of great surprises. Um, uh, like you mentioned, Wheeler Yuta is a great surprise. In the A block, Taguchi, Hiromu, yo uh Kanamira, ishimori the iwgp junior heavyweight champion show uh clark connors which is awesome yeah um one of the la dojo boys it'll be fantastic to see those guys over there because i think they're all done with their excursions they're not young lions anymore
0: the original trio are yeah carl alex and uh, clark um special shout out to them i absolutely love them uh boys i've been lucky enough to speak with them and Hang out with Carl and Alex when they've been in the UK. Uh, three of the nicest guys you could hope to hope to meet or speak to.
1: Carl Frederick. He, Carl Fredericks is a maniac, right?
0: In what way? I
1: mean, <laughs> when it, when we interviewed him, he was coming off of a weekend, uh, lots of mimosas and drinks. So I mean, look, if I was not working Sunday, they're they're doing their uh, their tapings over here in Philadelphia. I mm-hmm. would go down, uh, and, and and meet up with old Carl and have a couple couple drinks and.
0: Uh, my we we went for a, a Nando's, which is a chicken restaurant in the UK. Uh, uh, Alex, Carl, and Speedball, and then me and my girlfriend. Um, so it, it, I think he, yeah, they they do one beer, and it's like some unbranded Spanish beer, and he was like, yeah, I'll have that. Like they they don't exactly offer a lot. Um, but it, it was late. It was after a show. It, it maybe it wasn't party Carl. It was hungry Carl instead. Okay. Yeah. He.
1: Uh, yeah. He was a little. It was like. We do our show Monday nights on the East Coast at like seven o'clock. And he was in in California. It was like four. And he was mm-hmm. still he was still recovering. So I'm, I'm <laughs> look, I'm good. I'm all about it. Let's go, Carl. Let's have some let's have some fucking drinks. You want to do some Jaeger bombs? Like it's 2005. I'm all in.
0: Let go. <laughs> let's go crazy. You need to hit <laughs> him up. You need to get to that show Sunday night, man. <laughs>
1: That's a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh so Clark will be there. Alex Zane. Uh, Ace Austin, the Impact. I think he's the X division champion now. Yeah, yeah, he retained. Uh, and Francisco Akira. So that's your A block. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then your B block is our boy Master Wato, right? Why well, just tur- <laughs> he's our boy now, so we we're stuck with him. Uh, Bobby, <laughs> Robbie Eagles, uh, Bushi, Doki, uh, El Desperado, El Fantasma. What? The- who put these blocks together? Bushi is in giant capital letters. Doki, giant capital letters. El Fantasma, El. Desperado, El Lindemann, (laughs) Uh, Teton, uh, TJP, and Wheeler, Utah.
0: The A block is far more stacked than the B block. You're right. Uh, It's kind of very one-sided. The B block kind of seems uh, like it's El Desperado's to lose after dropping the title. Uh, But there's so many fresh names that I'm so excited to see. Like, it is going to be such a memorable best of super juniors.
1: Yeah, it is. And there are some, uh, they start off uh, May 15th with the a block. Uh, it, it's a, uh, they're coming right out of the gates, man. Ace Austin, Clark Connors, Alex Zane, Kanemura, Akira show Teguchi, Gucci, uh, and Yo and, and Ishimori.
0: Yeah, no, like I'm probably Clark and, uh, Ace Austin is probably my match that I'm most excited for there. Like, Clark Connors is dropping a promo a day where he's calling out each of his opponents, if you haven't seen on his Twitter. Um, and they're fantastic. Uh I lucky I thank I very luckily I just got to interview him as well last week, um, ahead of tournament. Spoilers, he told me he's gonna win, you know. Um so sorry.
1: What uh a, what a cocky son of a bitch.
0: <laughs> no, but I'm I'm like I love shibata is my all-time favorite wrestler so naturally i'm a big fan of la dojo but them they're all so fucking good as well uh like they're all so different they're all so unique they've all got a the style they've all got a bit of shibata in them but also like so out of everyone in that a block i'm most excited that clark connors is finally getting over there and he's finally gonna get to show himself because he was probably meant to go like two years ago or at least a year ago and he's just been put off and he's probably you know he's the wild rhino he says he's pent up and he's ready to just you know I really hope he does well
1: yeah i'm very excited for uh for this best of the super juniors i'm gonna put you on the spot uh kieran yeah who who do you who do you like who's your pick
0: look i I don't have an outright winner i think i'm i'm comfortable with saying pick going with a final that i think is kind of set in stone for me i think it's going to be francesco Akira versus el desperado in the final uh, they gave Akira that little debut at um, Hyper Battle where he confronted El Desperado and Ishimori. He's the only guy that kind of got a pre-intro. He's a fresh face, which I think you need... I think you want... I hope there's going to be one fresh person in the finals, at least. El Desperado kind of seems like it's his type. Like, he's going to win a best Super Juniors eventually. He's just dropped the title conveniently. Um, so I'm hard-pushed to see him not winning the B-block, considering... The rest of the guys in there, I will say I don't want Hiromu in the final again. Love Hiromu to pieces, but that's you know, there's too much freshness here to go to Hiromu route again. Right. But as for a winner, I've, I'd probably go. I yeah, El Desperado's the obvious one, but to go out on a limb, I'd say Francesco Akira.
1: I would. Uh, I would not be upset with El Desperado.
0: No, I'd be over the moon. Like we said, we've both said he's absolutely amazing, um, and he's you know he missed the best of super juniors and got injured fighting Jun Kasai and then he came back had that incredible final with Hiromu he was the champion for for it last year so of course he wasn't going to be in contention and now he's free to make the finals again and win it i'm
1: all i'm all in um so we have a lot of big names right mm-hmm. like uh from the states here those who aren't familiar with the new japan like there might be people who who jump on New Japan World, and then Kevin Kelly and Chris Charlton are doing English commentary for the whole tournament, uh, and it runs from May fifteenth to June third. Um, like, uh, Wheeler, guess what, people? Wheeler Utah, he's not going to run the table. Like, he might get like four wins. Like, if you're not familiar with the New Japan concept, like the the tournaments are fan. These tournaments are fantastic, uh, and they do a great job of telling stories, but. If you have high expectations of like Wheeler Utah or Alex Zane running the table, they'll put on great showings probably, but they're not. I don't think you see them in the finals.
0: No, yeah, I totally agree. I think they're good at usually giving everyone kind of one landmark win, like one big win where kind of not necessarily an upset, but you look back at it and you're like, oh, wow, they done well to get that win. Like some guys are going to get a win over Hiromu that you might not necessarily expect. Um, It's interesting though. With wheelie because you know promotions obviously want to protect their own wrestlers and he's not only is he an aw wrestler he's a ring of honor pure champion which you know uh new japan rules japanese rules if you get pinned in a match and you're a champion then someone's coming after that belt which you know let me let me get the b block up again um who you know Give my give my boy Doki the pure championship. But realistically, someone more like Robbie Eagles with his submission style would be more like a realistic challenge. Um El Phantasma would probably be a great foil for Willie because he's just such a dick versus Wheelie yep. trying to be pure uh and have a good wrestling style. Um but yeah, no, like wheel will you has zero chance of making the finals in high eyes.
1: No, I I agree a hundred percent, but but uh Man, I'm fucking, I'm pumped for this, man. I am super excited for this, uh, and I know they put out all the main events. Let me see if I have it here my notes. Yeah, night. Released, they
0: released, released all the cards. Yeah,
1: yeah, I have all the cards in front of me too. Um, but it, it looks like, uh, yeah, okay, this is right. So Yo Yo and Ishimori is night one main event. Uh, Teton and El Desperado is uh, night two. Uh Hiromu and Akira is your night three main event.
0: I think that will be like a really, yeah, really telling of how they think of Akira, just how the match goes. And, you know, if Hiromi wins, how he wins. And if Akira wins, then it's fucking monumental for him.
1: Yeah. Uh, here, El Desperado, TJP, that's going to be sneaky good. I like TJP. I don't think he gets uh, enough credit.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's TJP, the person doesn't necessarily come across as the best dude. Uh, he certainly got some opinions I wouldn't agree with, but in the ring, he is really fucking good. Uh, he had that he had an awesome match with Clark Connors where they blew off their feud, um, and Clark Connors was fucking frying him around with Everest-style Takayama German suplexes. It was a great match.
1: Uh, what do we got? May 21st, Alex Zane, Taji Ishimori.
0: I, I don't really know much about Alex Zane, to be honest. I've seen bits and pieces, but he's not a guy that I'm particularly excited about being there rather than he's... He's probably going to surprise me. He's a fresh face. There's like nine fresh matches now, thanks to him being there. You know?
1: Yeah, he's a, he's a great high flyer uh, when he's not doing crazy death matches and getting glass in his eye. Um, I think you'll be seriously impressed with him. He's great. Uh, here's what I'm looking forward to. May 22nd, Wheeler, Utah, El Desperado.
0: Oh, that's good. That's going to be great. Two, two technical guys going out, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I guess they're doing,
1: uh, starting on May 24th, they're doing both blocks. So these are giant shows uh, where everybody's wrestling. But I guess your, your co-main event, main event, is Taji Ishimori and Show and El Desperado and El Lindemann.
0: El Desperado has been pushing hard for El Lindemann to challenge for his title when he had it, man. He was one of the first guys he called out. And um, I think for people that don't know El Lindemann, much like you said about me, like Zane, they're going to be very impressed. Like, he is great.
1: I saw them I saw L Lindeman wrestle at an MLW TV taping pre-pandemic.
0: So like three years ago, probably <laughs> two years ago at the very least.
1: <laughs> and it was he was he, it was him and, and and seema they were fucking awesome. They were awesome.
0: Yeah, no, strong hearts are so fucking cool. So I'm excited for that.
1: Uh, the twenty sixth, it's Hiromu and show and uh, Eagles Phantasmo. That that chapter's never closed on those two, so that's exciting.
0: Yeah, Eagle, I love Eagles. I love El Fantasmo. And you're right. They've got, again, history. The Bullet Club's history and everything. Uh,
1: I'm excited. I like ELP a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. He's
1: such a fucking dick. <laughs> uh, on the 28th, uh, Hiromu, Alex Zane, El Desperado, Doki. El Desperado, Doki is
0: a main event. I think that happened at the last best of Super Juniors. I don't <laughs> think it was the main event. But yeah, you've got that like brotherly love of. El Desperado is gonna. I think last year he was El Desperado was pro- pushing Doki like, come on, you do better than this and stuff like that. And El Desperado obviously got the win, but it's Suzuki-gun matches where they are battling internally are always fucking good. Always, they never fail to dis- they never fail to uh, be great. Uh,
1: on the 29th Akira Ishimori, Robbie Eagles, El Desperado.
0: Yeah, again, I mean that match was in was that a Tokyo Dome when they had that Wrestle Grand Slam? El Desperado Eagles, I feel. I could be wrong. It might have I'm been the sure. Eagles, Hiromu. Eagles was definitely in the match. But Eagles and Despado have definitely had good matches in the past. Let's see.
1: Russell Grand Slam.
0: I want to say it was. Yeah, because Robbie won yeah, the title. You know. Robbie won the title in the Tokyo Dome. And yeah, yes. it, it was against the, yeah El Despado.
1: Yeah, Russell Grand Slam uh, mm-hmm. last summer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, the last uh, night blocks A and B, El Desperado, El Fantasmo, Wheeler, Utah, TJP.
0: I realized actually, I hadn't looked at that because you usually look at the main of uh, well, I don't think they've set the cards actually for the last night. I think that's the trick, they don't set the cards until like the order of the card. Until oh, you're, they right. know, you're
1: absolutely right. I'm until sorry, they
0: know the positions everyone's in in the blocks, the rankings. But yes. you usually look at that and there's two favorites that are in a match together in the G1 or best of tube produce and kind of like, okay, so they're your choices for finalists. Um, but yeah, uh, you'd have to look at the whole card and, you know, if, if it's Hiromu versus someone big, then you're like, okay, then they're both going to be in for a shot on the final on the last night.
1: It's got to be a pain in the ass to book these tournaments. They, ah, do, they, they right. do such a great job though. I love it.
0: I could, I don't. That must be such a headache. I thought about that in the past. Like Jesus Christ, what a nightmare!
1: But I love, I lo- they It's just, man, they do such a great job. Such a great job. The booking with the points and every match means something. It, it's so fantastic.
0: Yeah, no, it, it is, well, it, it's It's like a new Japan, Japanese wrestling in general, or just the, the whole tournaments. They've always had it. Just makes it all so much more special. Something worth fighting for every match, like you said. Every match is important.
1: Do you uh do you dabble in like um what I got the Wrestling Universe over there the app with uh Noah and and all that jazz? I'm
0: signed up to Wrestle Universe. I don't really use it much to be honest. It's, it's just too good value for money to not sign up to. You know you, yeah you get DDT you get Noah you get TJPW. Um, but I really considering I you know work with wrestling. I have a podcast. Uh, I have a Patreon podcast. I'm here. <laughs> I don't watch loads of wrestling. Uh, <laughs> you know which sounds bizarre to say but i pretty much will watch everything new japan and very little outside like i'll really really cherry pick what i watch because i love new japan but there's also i'm a big cinephile like i want to watch a lot of films as well so i kind of and I, you know play video games like most fucking young male guys uh and have a real life so wrestling at the moment isn't always at the top of my list but new japan is always number one
1: right no, look, I've been the Shining Wizards has been around for ten years, and I can honestly tell you, uh, I, I, it's it's impo- I watch what I want to watch. I think that's the beauty of it. Now, it's right? The best like, way to do it. I, I can't keep. You can't. It's impossible. Is it possible to watch? Fucking just here in the states. Raw is Monday. NXT is Tuesday. The NWA is Tuesday. Dynamite is Wednesday. Somewhere in there is MLW. Uh, Friday night SmackDown. Impact is
0: Thursday. Rampage Friday too. Rampage Friday, and then you've probably got some independents or some Japanese yeah. or some pay per views on the weekend. Is Friday
1: night here? It's it's, it's there's too I much good to...
0: wrestling as well to watch to not to watch stuff you don't like.
1: Exactly, like, don't like. I I can't like. I look. I'd love to tell people to follow the Wizards on Twitter at Wizards Podcast, but there's like. We don't really. I I just I don't know. I'm not out there giving my hot takes on Twitter. Like I'll tweet if I watch a show. Like I'll live mm-hmm. tweet about it. But I'm not looking to like. I don't I don't care.
0: Yeah, uh, exactly. I I much rather tweet about stuff I like and stuff I dislike.
1: Yeah, it's fascinating. Uh, and I always like go on Twitter and I'm like, man, you guys need to go touch grass or do something. <laughs> it's fucking uh, wrestling, man. What are you getting? Uh, like, you're calling people names, like. My friend Kate does does a fightful podcast and she sent a script like die, you dirty bitch. Like, what? Yeah. What no. you guys, what's wrong with you? Come on, we're just having fun.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's bizarre. Just fucking watch what you want to watch and forget the rest. And uh, you know, no one needs to be a prick on social media. No. If you've got a bad opinion, just shut the fuck up.
1: Exactly. I see that's it. I try I signed up for Wrestling Universe in January because in the winters I'm a little quieter. Mm-hmm. Uh and I tried I watched some Noah, but I yeah. am like I am now doing a podcast on New Japan Pro Wrestling. I don't know how I became so well versed in New Japan Pro Wrestling. <laughs> like I like I sat down to watch like a couple of Noah shows and I'm like I mean this is good, but I, I don't know if I can like I don't know if I can invest in like there's so many guys there. That I'm not familiar
0: with. Like we said over and over again on this episode, like the history is such an important part of Japanese wrestling, and we've stuck with New Japan for so long and been rewarded for it. And it's kind of difficult to learn all that for a whole new promotion and all these wrestlers you don't know. Like it was difficult to get into New Japan once upon a time. Like you know, it's taken so many years to build up this knowledge and have these thoughts and feelings and these connections with these wrestlers. It's kind of a lot of effort to do that all again for a whole other promotion. When you've got this connection to a promotion already
1: yeah no absolutely uh it's i i tried and i'll probably try again when it, when the winter comes i'll try and watch some some more i certainly
0: movies. keep keep up because of social media like i'll see someone's won a title or someone's returned but i'm not actually watching it i'm just reading it and seeing a tweet and that's it
1: right yeah i think we have a new ghc champion right
0: uh yeah shiozaki won the vacant title yeah, someone uh, because someone had, had COVID, COVID and then Kojima oh. Satoshi Kojima Red Club represent, uh, <laughs> challenged, has challenged Shiozaki for the uh GHC title. And if he wins, he'll be the fourth man in history to win the All Japan Triple Crown, the New Japan IWGP Heavyweight, and Noah's GHC. It's a very, very elite list of three people at the moment Muto, Kensuke Sasaki, and Yoshiro Takayama.
1: It's a good list to be on
0: yeah no it's insane it's like the it's the ultimate thing in japanese wrestling three people have done it suzuki was the iwgp heavyweight championship away and kojima is only the noah ghg title away so fucking good luck to him
1: yeah let's get it i'll i'm cheering for that i like hell, history
0: hell yeah i love kojima too like i'm glad he's getting a bit of a, more of a spotlight than a, you know just doing throwaway tanks in new japan
1: i feel like they always have a purpose though right
0: Ah, uh, I mean, he's there to help build like to fill in the gaps in other matches, kind of like he kind of seems to get a moment or two a year, like his match with Osprey was phenomenal, like people really forgot about that, and Osprey was on the top rope, and Kojima lariaed him off the top rope, and Osprey went for a table. It was an amazing spot um you've probably got to give a lot of credit to Osprey because he's the young sprightly guy that's moving around and bumping for the less nimble Kojima. But I'd say out of all the New Japan dads, Kojima's probably the one that can go the most. But people would say Nagata, and I'm not going to argue with that either.
1: No, I don't think you'd go wrong with either of them. Did, uh, we saw Kojima in AEW too, didn't we? Yeah, you
0: yeah. yeah. He had Moxley, Moxley a pay-per-view. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was awesome. That was awesome. It's great, like, the way they done that. Nagata got over and in AEW. He got this spotlight. Like, Moxley clearly loves the legends, and he's just like, put me in the ring with these guys, please. Like... You know, I want to go. Like he, he loves it,
1: and we love him for loving it because that's it's been some good stuff. Uh, I know we're that we're getting late over there. In the in the in the UK, but um, I don't want to because I could talk wrestling all night, and I will. Um, we got our big show coming up here uh, on Saturday, New Japan Capital Collision. Uh, Fight TV has said this will be. Uh, I am so, there's like, there's times when I'm upset that I miss wrestling. If I put money down on Windy City Riot, I would have, I would have fucking thrown my TV in the street. I would have lost my goddamn mind.
0: Uh, The one blessing of not staying up for pay-per-views is that I checked social media the next morning. I was like, okay, I don't need to pay for that. Like, you know, I'll wait until it's on New Japan World or whatever. Like, yeah, I would New Japan saying it was Fightful's fault. Fightful was saying it was New Japan's fault. I think New Japan bit the bullet and released a statement and said it was their fault. If you buy the pay-per-view, you get some bonus credits on Fight or something. Uh, you have to imagine that they're going to have that under lock uh, for right. Capital Collision now that it's got to be a vast improvement. It's never been great on Fight for New Japan, but this one right. was, yeah, extra bad.
1: And and with a, with a card like this, you gotta...
0: Uh-huh.
1: You have to fucking deliver. <laughs> you have to. The main event is I mean it could be two two matches but I think I say, really yeah hype. I, don't I think they're not. really hyping the IWGP USA yeah. championship
0: yeah it's gotta be they I don't think they've set the card order yet but that's gotta be the main event without that. uh
1: and that uh is uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi defending against Moxley Will Ospreay and Juice Robinson who owes Will Ospreay money for staying at his flat
0: <laughs> yeah that's a bizarre reason to challenge isn't it um It's gonna be fucking awesome, isn't it? Like New Japan don't do triple threats for their main single titles often, let alone four ways. Um it's just gonna be balls to the wall fun. And the great thing is is that Tanahashi is definitely dropping the title, but he could drop it to anyone. It's really open. They might want to get Moxley, get that shine again. Osprey might have won it at Dontaku if he didn't have COVID. And Drew is the newest member of Bullet Club. Like, you know, there's all the reason in the world to put it on him as well. He's back. He's fresh. He's new. It's exciting. I think the match is going to deliver big time. It's going to be so fun. They're going to be crazy, stupid spots in it.
1: Yeah, they're well. This, this is arguably four of the best out there. And and this is, I mean, this just, that's just the tip of the iceberg, man. Suzuki Brody King.
0: Ah, oh, mate. Bloody hell. Uh, Brody King signing with... AEW. i was a bit guy because he had been doing lots of stuff with new japan strong but he's still working new japan so all's well to end well and seemingly every single american wrestler is just dying to get into a ring with minori suzuki uh unless you're killer cross in which case you get fucking shown up and embarrassed like jesus christ suzuki ended that man's career in that night but
1: is is there is there any wrestler out there right Minoru Suzuki's been making all these guest appearances all over American TV, and I don't think he's won a single fucking match on Dynamite, on Impact.
0: No, not on AEW for sure. I think he's doing okay on the independence, but yeah, in AEW he's just he's just there to put the spotlight on others.
1: But he's such a legend that it's must, it's must see. And it's... and that's all bro, you're gonna tell me Josh Alexander is gonna wrestle Minoru Suzuki. I gotta fucking I gotta <laughs> see this. I have to see it. It it delivers every time him and Joe beat the dog shit out of each other on Dynamite a couple weeks ago. Yeah, sign me up for
0: it. It's It's, awesome. It's insane how great he is, and he's like 53, 54. Like he wrestles a totally different style to once upon a time. Like he takes bumps awkwardly because he doesn't want to take flat back bumps and stuff (laughs) like that. Like I might ruin a Suzuki match with people now, but if you watch him, he always lands on his side. He never takes a full black back bump no matter what the move is uh but no he it, it's insane how good he is like he's always been great and for some reason just in his vintage years he's just getting this amazing spotlight and he's so fucking over with the western fans like more so than in Japan like oh, it's, we it's absolutely crazy. adore him
1: it's crazy. the the outrage when he was on dynamite
0: and they did not the Suzuki incident
1: yeah it's it's, <laughs> it's it's um it's hysterical. But it's uh, it's
0: so great. Man, Kazanina it's, Ray is absolutely euphoric.
1: It's so great. And then and then they're they're gonna give us Kingston and Tomahiro Ishii.
0: Yeah, man, like that's gotta be a big match for Kingston. He's got like he's another guy where everyone in America seemingly wants to get in a ring with Ishii, they want to get in a ring with Suzuki, and probably want to get in a ring with Shingo. Like it, it, Kingston obviously is the biggest Japanese pro wrestling fan that's also a pro wrestler. Um he's obviously a big all Japan fan. He challenged Ishii, said this isn't gonna be strong style, this is gonna be King's Road. Like he's gonna be so pumped for that match. Uh Ishi probably isn't so pumped. He probably doesn't know why it's special, but Ishii puts on bangers and matches for fun. Like he, yeah. as long as the other person's up for it and they're motivated, then I feel like Ishii, is that's all Ishii needs. Uh
1: the uh Okada, Trent Bretter and Jay White and uh Heikuleo um one of these things is not like the other
0: <laughs> yeah i know like what's okada doing there um yeah i, I, exactly. I don't know
1: haiku is like the outlier i don't know how how i mean i know how he fits in at just
0: i mean to be honest from a story standpoint it's kind of been i don't i, I i'm not entirely sure i don't think he's actively like 100 said he's part of jay white's bullet club um,
1: he's still he's on the fence
0: yeah exactly because he's got the Tongan relationship with uh Tangaloa lower and Tama Tonga being the brothers and stuff um so there's probably a story aspect there trent being in the match is super fun that's just you know the forbidden door aw new japan relationship just paying dividends just having guys just in matches where you wouldn't expect it doesn't all need to be these dream single matches just throwing trent in there makes it instantly more fun um and obviously it's building up to the JY. uh okada title match at dominion
1: yeah and i think trent barrett is criminally underrated uh and, and i've said this for for years he wrestled omega for for that that, that u.s it, title oh and, what a match and everyone forgets about it because right after the match was the the jericho. thing
0: jericho reveal trent killed yeah. himself in that match trent that done his- took very dang done very dangerous very stupid stuff quite frankly he was okay but yeah it, it really got overshadowed and it shouldn't have
1: uh, great Okan Chase Owens, which on paper, uh, yeah. I never thought it, yeah, whatever. We can skip uh, that one. There's one
0: you, I don't know I, if you, you'll get into it or you've skipped over it just in case. Um, I wanna, oh no, it's not actually on this show. I'm getting my shows mixed up. Uh, the next day, the Philly show that you mentioned, Jake something's making his new Japan debut, and I Jake something is amazing. Like, if he is a guy that I want to see in new Japan permanently, I absolutely love him.
1: Yeah, no, it's a, I, I. I get where what Impact is doing, but man, he's got World Champion written all over. He is. Yeah, he's left. He's left Impact. He's, yeah, he's a, he's
0: a free agent, baby. Get him in New Japan, please. Yeah. So
1: Jonah's a free agent too.
0: Yeah, he's a, he's been in New Japan since he left WWE, really. Anyway, he's kind of been working Impact and New Japan, so it'd be interesting yeah. to see what happens there.
1: Uh, I'm excited for Carl Frederick's Ren Narita.
0: Yes. Yeah. Two LA Dojo boys. Uh, you know, Ren Narita. He's not a young lion, technically, I don't think anymore. I think Shibata said he's not a young lion.
1: Oh, that's good. I like that. I'm not
0: sure. But obviously, Carl Fredericks isn't a young lion. No. And I think people have forgotten how good Carl Fredericks is. Like, people were all hyped about him whilst he was a young lion. And then he was set to make his... He was going to be unveiled not as a young lion in his first New Japan Cup match against Kenta. That was going to be his big grand revealing. And then the pandemic hit. And then it was just kind of casually revealed in an interview that, oh, yeah, I'm not a young lion anymore. And he's had to kind of dwaddle away in strong because it's really hard to get the spotlight and strong because it's an hour a week. Um, but yeah, no, once he gets the chance to actually get into good singles matches, he really showcases how good he is. And Ren is like the perfect opponent for that because Ren is fucking awesome too.
1: Yep. Yeah, he is. Uh, and then we have our typical six-man, eight-man tag matches. Uh, Cobb, Hanare, and Aussie Open take on Jonah, Bad Tito, Mikey Nichols, and Shane Haste. Uh, and Tom Waller and his Daisy Dukes uh Jorel Nelson, Royce Isaacs, J.R. Kratos, Danny Limelight, take on Fred Rosser, Tangalo, David Finley, uh, 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 Yumura, and Rocky Romero.
0: I mean, shout out to Aussie Open. I'm so glad that they're finally in the New Japan ring properly. Can't wait until they eventually go over to Japan. I've been watching them on the UK scene for years. Like, they had that match at Royal Quest where they challenged Tangalo and Tama Tonga for the uh, IWGP tag team titles, and Seemed like they were probably set for New Japan World Tag League. Mark Davis got injured. Then the pandemic hit. they've been struck with a string of bad luck. They will absolutely revitalize the tag division in New Japan once they get over. They're going to change the game. They're, they're awesome. Eas- I'd say they're easily one of the best tag teams in the world. They just need the platform to show it.
1: Yeah, I think New Japan needs a, a fresh coat of paint too with their tag division. So that'll be nice. This uh, that The card the next night, the tapings are... Jeff Cobb, Willie Mack. He's another free agent now, isn't he? He's another yeah. guy that
0: said he just left Impact. Will Ospreay homicide. <laughs> that is bizarre, but like, where the fuck did that come from?
1: I have no idea. Suzuki, Tony Deppen.
0: Tony must. Yeah, again, another US guy that's jumping at a bit to get in a ring with Suzuki. Like, Tony Deppin ain't going to let an opportunity pass him up.
1: Uh, it's, we're supposed to get Dickinson Tanahashi, but I don't know about, about Dickinson. Yeah, no. With all those accusations. I know he oh, yeah. pulled off a bunch of stuff. Uh, Jake something. Brody King. Jesus Christ,
0: man. That is big meaty men slapping meat. Uh, I, <sighs> Jake something. He's just really different for me. I, I really love him. I could watch him wrestle forever. Like I am such a big advocate for him.
1: Yeah, I think he's good at this. Man, those are huge tapings and, and all these guys get their foot in the door and, and we speculated a bit the g1 coming up like
0: whew. too many names too many names they need a 40 man two blocks 20 matches each let's, let's just fucking go i'd look i'd be all in man
1: you do whatever g1
0: is my favorite time of the year it was great i got furloughed like during the pandemic and the g1 and you know i could watch every new japan show live i didn't have work um, and i was still getting paid and then now I'm back to work, but yeah. yeah I uh, You win some, you lose some.
1: I'd made a, i made ai hope I don't get COVID during the G1. My <laughs> wife was like, if you fucking fake COVID, I will Oh. Yeah. I did not fake COVID, okay, just for people out there. I wanted to. I wanted to take off two weeks and watch fucking the g1 but i didn't
0: it's like it's it's a grueling routine to keep up with to be fair like as a fan let alone for the bloody wrestlers like jesus yeah i don't know how they do it same with the best of super juniors like i want to watch every show live i'm not going to be able to because you know we all have real lives but god damn if i'm not excited for it
1: yeah i'm pumped up man and it starts this weekend like
0: i'm good i'm fuck i'm ready i am ready Did you say who your pick is to win Best of the Super Juniors, or did you slyly just move on and not tell me?
1: No, I didn't. I didn't even purposely do that. Uh, I just talk a lot. (laughs) Uh, Where's my list again? Let me see here. Now I told you my dark horses. Yo, I don't know. Um,
0: I do like Despy. He seems it's too obvious, but it's not necessarily a bad thing.
1: No, but then like like El Phantasmo is just a shit. So like, <laughs> we
0: say know, that lo- is- we say that we say that lovingly, El Phantasmo. Yes,
1: absolutely. Look, you know, is is his boot still loaded? Was it ever loaded? I don't know.
0: No, it's such a good story. I loved that.
1: Um, see, we talk that A block is so loaded, but but I'm kind of with you, and and I think the winner's coming from the B block.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's open as hell, which makes it so much more fun. Like, you know, I, I look back to G, think about G1's past and you look at the final night and it's like Naito versus Okada in A block and Ibushi versus Tanahashi in B block. And you're like, well, they are four choices for a finalist because they're all facing each other on the final night. Right. You really haven't got that with the best of super juniors. I'm with you. I don't want Hiromu there.
1: I'll stick with my, I'm going to stick with my dark horse. I'm just going to go out, you know, to
0: be different. You said Desperado. I'll say yo.
1: Yeah.
0: He made the finals, you know, it's the the next step up for him. And they are doing this story of, you know, that he needs to step up to the plate and, you know, he needs to be better and show more fire and stuff. And this is the time to do it.
1: I'm excited. I'm excited for this. This is going to be a good time.
0: Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm pumped.
1: Uh, no, I did not skirt skirt it. I just, <laughs> I don't have, my mind is not one track.
0: It's like a circus in there. How can it be? That's a new, it's, good, it's a good time to be a new Japan fan again.
1: Yeah, it is. This is going to be a huge summer for them
0: and I'm very excited. And I think it'll be a huge summer for us. Uh, I had a great time. Uh, it's been amazing. I could talk about new Japan all day. I would, if I could, uh, my girlfriend tells me to shut up at some points. Um <laughs> But, you know, she, she's kind enough. She gets, she enjoys it a bit. Um, but, no, this has been awesome. Uh, a great first episode, and I can't wait to do more.
1: Uh, you and me both, Kieran. Um, uh, Fightful Overbook. This will be available at FightfulOverbooked.com and uh, Fightful.com. We will have a name for this show at some point. We we have, if you could only see
0: the DMs. Of- <laughs> well, um, lo- Los Ingobernables, they're overbooked. Uh, great club. Cool.
1: I don't want to be known as Leo. So, yeah.
0: Uh, God, what, what old lions doesn't work. No, oh, nope. You're we're out.
1: I have terrible ideas. So, old
0: is out. Master what I fan club, maybe. Oh,
1: yeah. MWF. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Dire, with dire hair blue, it'll be great.
0: Yeah. I think we've got a winner. <laughs> uh, well,
1: I don't know how often we're wow. going to be doing this. Um, we were pitched once a month. But something tells me we we'll, maybe we'll be doing it like twice a month.
0: I don't there's, know. There's too much going on in New Japan at the moment. At the very least, you know, if we do it once a month, we're gonna end that. This this is gonna end up being a, a six hour episode every time. <laughs> so
1: absolutely, but that's something we have to figure out.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm behind. Looking forward to it though.
1: Behind the scenes, be for, be sure to follow Kieran on the Twitter machine, Kieran. Uh, that's C A C I A. R-A-N-R-H 93 on Twitter uh, And follow at WrestleIn uh, And definitely check out the Noob Japan podcast uh, It's available where all your podcasts are found um, I listen to the kodobushi one, there's one with Vader There's a bunch with uh, the female Wrestlers from Stardom and stuff that I'm Not familiar with that I do have to go back and listen to uh, And he always has a great guest uh, Hold on there with him um, It's a really great uh, Podcast and enjoyable so definitely Check that out uh, if you need to uh brush up on your your new japan uh pro wrestling
0: yeah no uh, it's kind of un uh unplanned how much joshi i was doing it's just i am very interested in learning more about joshi cuz it's so fucking good that, and uh i've got lots of friends that are very knowledgeable on it and it's kind of been like well i don't know much about this person and so it, it, i I'm very aware that it's been Joshy heavy. I'm trying to change it up. I'm trying to go to Legends route, Uh hopefully doing Masahiro Chono very soon.
1: Oh, nice. Nice. Uh, he uh, His stepdaughter is a professional wrestler.
0: Well, see, this is the type of stuff you can learn on Noob Japan, because I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, it's uh, Jazzy, alpha female, is his stepdaughter. Oh, really? Wow. Yes. <laughs> I, I also did not know that, and she's done our the Shining Wizard show like five times.
0: <laughs> Bloody hell, yeah, I had no idea. Wow.
1: Yeah. It's it's crazy, right? Small world. Uh, How do we end this thing? Do we just we? There's no song. We're gonna get theme. We're gonna do all sorts of crazy shit over here.
0: Uh, I can't think of a a savvy catchphrase. Uh, You need to plug your own stuff, though. That's for sure.
1: Oh yeah, sorry. I'm terrible at this. Uh, I am part of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast uh, at Wizards Podcast, ShiningWizards.com is a website. We've been around for ten years. Uh, we have guests weekly. Um, we've had Carl Fredericks. We would have Alex Coglin, Alex Zane, who's going to be in the uh, Best of the Super Juniors. Um, Lance Archer's done the show. Oops, sorry. Kenny Omega did the show back in the day. Uh, it's a weekly podcast. It's just me and two other idiots talking about wrestling. Like, it's not as good as this. Oh, shit.
0: I said that out loud. <laughs> it's not so New Japan heavy, of course. It's, it's not, not
1: New course. Japan it, which i try trust me i try but <laughs> they have a they struggle to remember uh who people are and tony constantly calls tanahashi tanahasho
0: oh god well, I, that probably befills you with joy seeing how you're not such a fan um uh, the worst
1: <laughs> i'm the worst we'll be back i don't know when but uh be sure to follow fightful overbook fightfuloverbook.com fightful.com um this is shining Wizards, Matt and Kieran signing off. I don't fucking know. This is awkward. Like, we don't have any music. I just hit
0: the stop button. That's perfect, man. Go for it. Signing off. We'll see you soon, guys. See you at the at the matches. <laughs> Fuck. Fucking
1: god damn it. Guy Jins.